three, four. Two friends get together so that we can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop singing so that we can all now, now try things. Beautiful. Hi guys, welcome to the Jam Packed Live episode of Now Try This. We're your boys, Nick and Marcus. Try things, Marcus. What does that mean? That means each week we give each other challenges, ooh. things that we love, things ah. that we are passionate about for the ooh, other person ooh, to ooh, try. Ooh. Then we come back here and talk about it. Mm-hmm. And we're also we're always really excited about those things. But sometimes. We want to do things that aren't just ours. We've done fan challenges and we want some more. So go ahead and go to iTunes. Leave us five stars and give us a suggestion. Yeah. What's we, your favorite? We want to try that. What's thing. your favorite movie? What's your favorite book? What's your favorite musical? What's your favorite activity? My answer to all those was potato. But that is not enough comedy Thank for this God podcast. You're leaving the episode because you <laughs> yeah, are not, I'm not in on it, it today. Anyway. I'm not in it today. <laughs> I don't know. Potatoes. Man, my I joke. knew coming in that I was not going to be on this podcast, so I was like. Oh, great. I'm going to take, take off the funny hat do you and, just, <laughs> and put on the do, business boy well, hold hat. Hold on, hold on. Here's a real question. Yeah. Uh, before we get into it, do you do any prep for the podcast? I masturbate furiously, uh-huh. um, but I don't finish. You want to say another joke so I can keep it in? No, I want my mom who listens to the podcast to hear that. How often does she listen? <laughs> Pretty often sometimes. So does my sister. <laughs> That's better yeah. than my mom. My mom doesn't listen. Well, I don't know. My mom will randomly mention something, and I'm like, huh. You would only I don't, know that if you listen to the Exactly. Pod. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Guys, last week we did Hellboy. It was Marcus's challenge to yes. me. Surprise, surprise. We love the movie. That was pretty great. And at, you know what's funny? <laughs> yeah. Afterwards, obviously, I look stuff up to find sure, the picture, yeah, yeah. to do the edit, to look mm-hmm. at things. Movie's not doing great. No, the movie's doing terribly. The movie's doing bad. No one likes 15% it. 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oof, it's rough. It's really rough. A lot of people aren't liking it. Yeah. The zeitgeist around it is not good. Yeah. We liked it. Okay, Last Nick. week was Hellboy, but this week is my challenge. Gone so with what the do wind. I do? Oh, damn it. You gotta let me... Okay, no, no, no. Go do it again. Okay, okay. Last week was Gone Hellboy. Gone with the wind. <laughs> I'm glad you're leaving. <laughs> this week, I'm doing it. Gone, Gone with, with the, the wind. wind. Because it's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Um, but... If you're new to the podcast, you don't know that every season, each of us get a pass and a substitution jutsu. Marcus, use <laughs> like a substitution I just call jutsu. it a substitution because that's less of an anime weeaboo bitch you named it. thing. I know I did, but I'm just saying. You don't have to you tell and everybody. I know it's substitution jutsu. Yeah. But you don't have to tell everybody. It's just a substitution. Marcus, you got to treat every pod like it's someone's oh first. Oh, my God. Okay. But, yeah, so on a substitution, we can. We're not doing anime on this episode, so I need the listeners to know. <laughs> no, we we're love huge anime. Weeaboos. Um, no, so you can sub someone out if you don't want to do a challenge. And Nick said that I have to watch a four hour movie from 1939 or something and so That's i correct. said no and i substituted so now the sub is going to come in um if uh, you are ready nick are you ready i i want ready I need for the listeners sub? to anyone who's listening which is just people who are already fans because no new listeners are going to yeah. come for our gone with the wind episode uh-huh. i have no idea who's coming down i have no idea this is, who this is if you've listened to the pod you know i'm filled with anxiety we and keep dread, it a secret and i am dying on okay. the inside i'm gonna go upstairs and get the okay. guest i'm so excited I'm looking for the vocal. Oh my room. god! <laughs> hey! Hey, how's it oh going? Oh my god! It's so good to see you! <laughs> good to see you too. Please, the fuck down! We got a podcast to record! Where do I sit? Right there! That's your mic! Those are your headphones! I get headphones? Yes, sir! Yeah. We're How professionals! Close. How close? This is good. You'll, look you'll, hear, you'll, hear, you'll hear yourself, so you'll know what to, what to, how to. Oh, alright. How to, how to. It's gonna be way closer, is what you're gonna do. Yeah, you can. Like you can move, yeah, you can. Move, you can get get comfy. Get comfy. Put the mic up. Oh my God, he's got notes, guys. I, all right, guys. I have to have notes. This is a oh, professional God. podcast. I heard. I don't know. I've never listened before. Guys, guys. 
Oh man, I am. Oh, Marcus just played me so hard. One of our best friend in the, friends in the world just came down into my basement, into my room, because I live in a basement. Yeah. And this is Andrew Hall, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. listen to that applause. Oh, it's so uh, tell, much. Tell the listeners. Oh God, I can't even handle it. I was the so it was last hilarious. time he did this, he got a hot girl, and I was flustered. Now we got our best friend, and I'm also flustered. Probably equally hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we are in it today. It's a podcast. Tell Leave it to the imagination. What you give them the gist. All right, my name is uh, Andrew, and uh, Nick is the one who got me into comics. Mm. Uh, we met in college. Yeah. I'm actually staring at a comic that I got him signed by one of his favorite <laughs> authors yes, yes. in his room. I haven't actually seen this place yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach music cool. uh, as my career. And, and what and, makes you qualified to be on a podcast? Um. It's my spring break, and Marcus <laughs> didn't want to watch a four-hour movie, so he wanted to ruin my spring break with it instead. Perfect. Oh, man, I'm so So the qualifications apart. are okay, low. Okay, well, you know how this podcast goes. You have to ask me why I gave this as a challenge. Yeah, so why did you give this as a challenge? All right, Andrew. I'm going to accidentally call you Marcus three times at some point in this pod. Fair. Just so you know. All I'm right, also so, going to try and do my best Marcus impression. You're doing a great job so far. Yes. Yeah. Sure, sure. So I'm looking at you. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Oh, also, we can rag on Marcus this whole time. Yes, I, that's what I was thinking. I was like, all right, I don't know if Marcus really knew what he was doing, because he was trying to just, like, troll you. That's usually um, what he does. But now he's got both of us down here in a basement, yes. and he's got no say. Yeah. For, for everyone that knows, in our friend groups, we're the ones that get trolled. Because we make silly, outrageous decisions and choices right? Uh, that are usually right, but are passion-filled. There it is. Did, did everyone hear the beep? I have to call it out, because it annoys me every single time. Here's the thing about the beep. It's not just like the fire alarm and I replace the battery. Uh-huh. It is the Verizon box that gives us our Wi-Fi and you need a special key screwdriver or something to open it up. So you have to call the people to come and replace it. That sounds awful. Yeah, that's why there's beeps in the podcast. <laughs> For like months. <laughs> yes. Because Laura and I were listening here. to a few on the way down here, actually. We did yeah. the Doom Patrol one again. Nice. And uh, we were listening to the most recent, the Hellboy one. Um, did you see Hellboy? No, but I was like, if I'm going to be on this podcast, I got to hear the most recent episode. That makes sense. Um, yeah, you guys were also crapping on the sub that's going to come in and watch a four-hour movie. Yeah, <laughs> You guys were like, I don't even think we can get someone to watch a four-hour movie, let alone said. have them be interesting that's enough on the said. podcast. Yeah. So and here you are. <laughs> and here I am, going to be uh, okay. not interesting. So to answer your question of why I gave this, I watched oh, I this movie that, I? in high school in 11th grade. As one of it was like a book report slash movie report kind of thing, one of those things. Really, and I, so I was forced to watch it. But I, I remember I had to go to the library, get it from like another place sent to me. This is before internet, so I couldn't just stream it. Yeah, I just you know? rented it on Google. Yeah, I couldn't do that back <laughs> in the day. I didn't live in a big city where I could just go to Best Buy or something. So I got it through the library, and I was blown away by the visuals, the storytelling, the epic scope of this movie. I've watched epic movies before this, but something about this one encapsulating the whole feel of the South, the whole feel of the whole era, something that I was learning actively in school at that time, but put in a personified way, changed kind of how I saw movies. And it's stuck with me ever since. Interesting. Yeah. To counter, I feel this movie. Wait, first tell me what you, because you've never seen it until now. No, I never saw it. What, I finished it this morning. What were your thoughts and impressions uh, of this great movie that everyone has heard of before you had to sit down and watch it? Before I had because to sit down and watch and we it. Made you do it. Um, I didn't really have any interest in doing it. Everyone's like, oh, it's a classic. And yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, so what? Like, I don't care. And uh, So is Vertigo. Have you ever seen Vertigo? 
No. Me either. I, I'm supposed to at some point, right? Whatever. It's one of those movies. Yeah. And just like you, I was forced to watch it. <laughs> um, and I, I went in with an open mind, you know, because we're trying to be good content consumers and reviewers, and you don't want to go in writing something off from the beginning. Uh, but the four-hour time frame uh, was... With an intermission and an untracked. 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 I've never said the word out loud. I've only ever read it. Really? Well, yeah. I'm not a nerd. Hmm. Tracked comma on. Well, there's a lot to get through. There is a <laughs> there lot really is. to say. I have facts. I have back matter. But I think the best way is to just get in it. Get into this four-hour experience. I agree. So Gone with the Wind, starring Jim Carrey and Cameron Diaz. Um, where do we begin? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Before, Wait, before did I, we watch the original before, or the remake? Before I comment on your joke. Before I comment on your joke. <laughs> when you wrote your notes, did you write down notes or did you write down jokes to the notes? Because did you write down yes. that joke? That joke's written down. That. Because <laughs> I wanted to get it right because. Yo, you have a solid joke. Solid joke. Yes. But it sounded like you read it from your notes. I, I did read to, it from I my notes. To make and sure. it's the third note, too. Uh, well, what are the first two that you skipped? Uh, I'm glad there's an overture. I miss those. Overture's um, nice. Yeah, the overtures were really nice. And then I was commenting on the themes and how they came in and out. And I was like, oh, this is interesting because you're a music person. So you'd be able to comment on that way better than Marcus and I could. Yeah, agreed. Uh, <laughs> well, but then I was just like, oh, so are there like songs in this? Is this almost like a, a little bit of a musical or does the music play a part in it? Because usually the overture, I, I also wrote down there, there are old school mashups. It's mm -hmm. when you would take a bunch of songs from the show that's coming up and you just put them together. So I'm like, all right, I'm hearing this theme. And then that yeah. theme was like, another theme came and took it over so i'm just like okay yeah. so is somebody going to have a more aggressive or assertive personality that they're going to kind of take over this other melody but then i didn't hear those melodies ever again throughout the show so i was like what did they represent if anything and it almost just seems like that was like pretty music hmm i can't i want to say that they're the themes that come through in the movie but i couldn't say yeah no it's totally assume. fine that you want to say that it would be incorrect but right. if you want to say it you're well, wrong it's just an assumption i would make live oh cool so these are gonna come back and i wouldn't listen to them come back uh-huh oh and the title sequence right away comes in uh, we're like why is this so long it's got everything going on but like to me i'm like this is almost like a play like you're going to the theater Definitely. and that is taking the place of the program so you're like listening to this pretty music getting in the mood you like yeah. really had to get into the mood for this whole how thing. different is that in the theater in 1939 you this isn't we're not we're at home we're pulling out our phone, listening to the music, whatever, you know, even if we're, I was we're engaged the whole time. Okay, well, well, yeah, you're I a better, was writing you're a better watcher notes. than everybody else in the world. <laughs> but, but in the theater, you sit there, you experience right. that overture, right? Uh, looking at all those credits. It's a different thing. Yeah. And then comes the uh, opening uh, log line. Did you write it down? No. Wow, you're not great at notes. Well, I did. <laughs> I have eight pages here. I was like, I got to temper myself. Uh, I wrote it down and I'm going to read it for the listeners. There was a land of cavaliers and cotton fields called the Old South. Here in this pretty world, gallantry took its last bow. Here was the last ever to be seen of knights and the ladies fair, of master and of slave. Look for it only in books, for it is no more than a dream remembered. A civilization gone with the wind. Uh, great. Have you taken any voice acting classes? I have not. Hmm. Should I? Uh, I no, I was going to say, if you did, they paid off, because yeah. that was fantastic. Oh, well, no, that's just my natural talent. It's nice. Yeah. Smooth and silky. Uh, 
I, I, I hate. It's funny because us just came out and it had a log line at the beginning of the movie, and I mm. made the argument that it almost ruined that movie for me because it took away the suspense and the thrill of it. Like it gave us too much information because it talked about. Did you see us? No. I didn't get to. We haven't seen any movies. Well, it talked about the sewers underneath. You see it on the trailers. There's like underground something. It okay. says there's thousands of miles of underground things. And we obviously see it in the movie. But my question was like, why put that at the beginning? I, I'm going to see it. You're, you're over explaining. But for this, I feel like it really set it up. You it needed to. And, that, and yeah. to me, again, going back to the program, it was like program notes. You yeah. know, like, OK, setting the mood with the overture, with the... um. All of the names, the credits on the screen, it's setting the the picture. And with that, you, you didn't get that from the movie. Like, um, it let you know that the the Old South is actually a character of the show, yeah, not totally. just like the setting. Like, oh, like this could take place anywhere. No, it can't because this, the South is the character of this. And it was kind of letting you know that it was almost the final credit. Like, and the it was South also is the. Because it's, and it's gone with the wind. Correct. Yeah. Now we yeah. don't have to wonder what that means. We got it. Exactly. And then, and then we meet Scarlett O'Hara in all her frivolousness. Mm -hmm. Talking about just being expelled from school, yeah. surrounded by boys. Right. And then the boys are like, you think there's going to be war? I don't think there's going to be war. You think there's going to be war? And uh, I, if, if there's war, we're going to totally kick ass. Yeah. And I wrote down a note like, there, there's going to be war. Like, this is <laughs> loosely based on the Civil War. Um, but a music note. Heavily based. Uh, they even use, like, battles debatable. and stuff. Yeah. For Act 1. Well, Act 2 is Reconstruction. It's not the war anymore. Right. But that's why I say... Well, and also... One of my big parts of this movie is um, a big part. You had a part in the movie. Yeah. One of my big parts. Uh, <laughs> one of my roles. No. Uh, one of my big, uh, I would say, it's surreal having with here. the music. It's so <laughs> yeah. It's very weird being here. Um, uh, one of you my... also got to remember, you're not talking just to me. You're talking to the fans. Say hello. Andrew. I don't have any fans. You're hello, talking, Andrew. You're talking to my fans. <laughs> That's true. You and your brothers. That's it. Yeah. Oh, shout out to my brother, Mike, who's listening. I don't think Tommy or Pat listen, but I know Mike does. That's enough. Okay. Two, um, out, of, two, two, out, of, two out of four is not bad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but Look Away, Dixieland was played behind the little Star Wars intro, actually. So you... Um, is that a song that I should know? Uh, it's a very classic uh, Southern song. Is it and, like Yankee Doodle up here? Uh, probably, uh, very similar. It's, it's a very, very traditional, uh, folk song from the South, cool. um, and Dixieland. There's even like whole styles of music that are based off of that one tune mm -hmm. and the variations on the tune. So I wrote that down when it came in. Cause I was like, that's important. And then that is actually one of the melodies that's repeated throughout the show. And I have more notes on that too, but that was vacant from the overture. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, is Lori here? Who? Laura? Yeah. So remember when I said, like, we're down here, we can, like, t tell things about Marcus to everybody? Yeah. I'm like, wait, but I just left my wife upstairs with Marcus <laughs> alone. Maybe that's worse. Well, Cassie also, wasn't there well, at that point. Well, I can point. hear Cassie. She's being loud. And I was, in a second, I might have to tell her shut up if she keeps being loud. Oh. And I was like, why is she being so loud? Oh, is there someone else up there? There is. Mm. It's Laura. That's fine. I, don't I hear have Laura. some She's notes from polite. Laura, too. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, we have a game later. You can bring her down to help if you want. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like an idea. <laughs> well, it's a lifeline. You can use it if you want. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so, so, so where are you at? I mean, so we, so we meet Scarlett O'Hara mm -hmm. is one of the most like iconic debutante ladies of cinema. Her that picture of her and Clark Gable on the front cover of her swooning is iconic. Everyone mm -hmm. knows that image. That's never even seen this movie. Everyone knows a lot of these lines. Like, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. This it's iconic. I wrote that one down. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, I don't. I don't. I don't care for her. Uh, Vivian Lee. 
Well, oh, no, she the, acted, the acting is fine. I don't care for the character. I don't think you're supposed to. That's why it's so interesting. She has such a journey, and we'll talk about it because we have to talk about the whole goddamn four-hour film. <laughs> but but at the beginning, she's awful. She's an awful, awful, What do you mean at the frivolous... beginning she's awful? I think she's awful everywhere. She... I don't really see many redeeming qualities. I don't think you're supposed to. I think I think... I think you're right that she's a troubled character, which is why it's so, it's so interesting to watch her, mm-hmm. I think. But the, there's arguments to be had of the changes that are happening. Growth happens. Maybe it's not the way we want. Maybe it's not as fulfilling. But, you know, you watch House for seven seasons. He's still addicted to the Vicodin at the end. You know what I mean? For but sure. But that doesn't but, take away from him but being like, a good But like, uh, like Breaking Bad, like Walter White, you're rooting for him. I don't like Breaking Bad, so I don't You don't like Breaking Bad? No, I think it's a bad show. But to me, you're rooting for him because to me, there's some sort of redeeming qualities. And the reason he got into the whole quest from the beginning, um, there are definitely points in that show where like I had a disconnect because I was like, that was a wrong decision. And I don't believe even you would make that wrong decision. But that's a different story, right? Because that's a good person doing bad things. This is a bad person doing bad things. But you like... You, it, the whole point of it mm-hmm. is to show you, yes, she's wrong. Yes, she's doing a bad thing. But what would you do? Where are you at? Maybe they're coming from a different place. And I think the whole movie is is super interesting. I don't know if this was the intention when they made it, mm-hmm. right? But now, watching it now in today's age, watching this movie about Civil War, about these people uh, gallantly fighting for the South, gallantly fighting for slavery, uh, you know, saying, well, I'm nice to my slave. It's super problematic, right? We're going to talk so much about it, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But watching all these things now with this lens, it's so interesting to watch because tr- it's trying to make paint them as people, paint them as something worse than just the racist of the South. And right. while well, it made while the I don't Yankees think, look real bad, it sure did. While it doesn't, I think uh, it doesn't redeem anything. I don't think it 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 changes my view. It does soften the blow for me. It does soften what blow? My blow of thinking everyone in the South is a racist. Yeah, but you know? for me, it's more of um, yeah. Again, with the romanticizing the South and um, how they're actually living in the south i don't know how accurate that is if that's exactly what life was like um, for everyone there Mar- margaret the author says they did make the plantations a little bigger than the ones that were actually there they made it a little more epic um well and that that's fine that wouldn't bother me because I like think, i think i think and i think this is the important part is the attitude is mostly correct of these southern boys and these southern gentlemen fawning over these women and wanting to fight in the war for sure for yeah. them um i'm just interested in the like the happy slaves um because going back to the whole song of the south five years later disney comes out with the song of the south zippity doodah big problem that they've locked it up in its fault and never released correct and that that was a huge deal only five years after this movie right um so that's where my biggest problem was how is this a classic and that one not let's let's talk about that because uh, it's a lot to talk about the yeah the whole portrayal of um of of blacks in this movie is is problematic, right? It's 100% yeah. problematic. Um, and it's some parts it's indefensible. The the way they treat Prissy as a character is hugely racist and awful. And everyone in the white community and the black community hated her character. Oh, yeah. Um, but she was the worst. then you go to someone like Mammy, and she, she was the first African-American woman to ever be nominated and win an Academy Award. She was fantastically lovable. And she wasn't allowed to go to the premiere because it took place in Atlanta and the segregation. And that's one of the other things where I was just like, wait, when this movie was being made, I was just like, yeah, isn't there still segregation going on? I was just like, this is still pre civil rights. Out, uh, the book, uh, the book had a big following. It came out a couple years before that. Right. And then and but a whole bunch of organizations like the NAACP it protested them making this movie because they knew the subject matter. They did change stuff for mm-hmm. the movie. 
like the n-word is in the book and they did not put it in the movie okay there's other instances of blatant racism that are kind of in the book that they took out for the movie because they knew it was wrong and it's hard because while happy slaves is definitely not something that completely happened it didn't happen at all the that's not the point the movie's trying to make, right? The point the movie's trying to make is Scarlet's story and what the Southern gentleman experienced and and what their viewpoint was while that was happening. And in their heads, that's what was happening. Right. Well, and then that's why I was saying my take on it being the South as one of the characters. And I'm looking at this as a um, as kind of a, a lens on life in the South. That's why I was saying I probably have a very different take on the movie than you do, um, because if you're looking at it as the characters of Scarlet and Rhett and Ashley and that love triangle, you're going to get a very different takeaway than if I'm looking at it as this is life in the South as a whole. Um, yeah. And I'm like, it, was that really accurate? It would like to take out yeah. uh, the N word and some of the racism stuff is actually um, could potentially be worse because now you're Maybe. saying, oh, the Southern people are actually really nice. There was no, like they almost painted it as there was no racism towards the slaves. And I'm also I, I'm not trying to be because I think it can be dangerous, too, if I project what I think people should be offended mm -hmm. by, you know, mm -hmm. because that's also dangerous. So at the same time where I'm like, I'm not sure that was really accurate how um, life was in the South. Yeah. Um, I don't want to project and be like, it's 100 percent wrong and no one was nice to their slaves or you should be offended by this movie. I'm not trying to do that either. No, but, um, it's, but there are issues you have to bring up. Right, because I, I don't want to be like, I don't know, for example, that like teenage high school girl who's like, you should be offended you by that. You don't want to You don't want to Right, exactly. And then people night. are like, no, don't tell me how I should feel. You know, <laughs> right. like I'm not trying to do that either. But you're not. You're um, just saying how you feel. Yeah. And, and ha as it being a movie about what I thought was the South and, and things like that, um, I thought that was a big piece of the movie and a big right. part of the character. Yeah. Um, but back to Scarlet at the beginning. Yes. Uh, swooning all the boys. Then she right. finds out Ashley's going to marry her cousin, his cousin, which... Is weird and it's talked about a whole bunch in this movie. Laura and I laughed at that <laughs> so freaking much. I think you know this those movie, Wilkes, they always marry their cousins. Yeah, this movie has some of the best and most hilarious one-liners, I think, yeah. that I wrote down. But uh, so Ashley says- 14 different writers got called on to spruce up this script because the producer still wasn't happy by the end. Oh, that's hilarious. You know. um, when Ashley says to Scarlett, um, I can't marry you, we're in love. I gotta marry my cousin because she's blood. She really gets me. Yeah. I'm like, what <laughs> real, is going on? Real. And he, real? So, no, it was real because he's so sincere about it. <laughs> he's so sincere. There's no joke. There's no joke there to be had. <laughs> right, right. It's very serious. Um, but that was pretty I, I, unbelievable. Now, Scarlet as a character, right? It's hard to defend her, um, but I'm going to try because I think she's. it's an important character. <laughs> it, I think it's an important character to have in media. It's somebody important. The frivolous girl that you don't like that has, you know, vain wants and needs but is still a person is a person it is a character it's it's someone we see in our everyday lives all the time and them trying to humanize her a bit by bit by bit it's interesting because they they easily could vindicate her at any point in the book or movie at any point mm -hmm. they could have made her say the thing to get us on her side like those opportunities kept presenting themselves again and again and again and she kept not taking them why why, why is she keep doing that why yeah, can't know. she be honest with herself why can't she break away from the love that doesn't work why can't she admit how she feels about Rhett why can't she do these things I that's the questions that I find interesting you think she likes Rhett well she loves him by the end and she says as much but 
See, I don't know. It's so weird. I'm glad I'm getting to talk to you about this, though, because like being what I consider a fellow romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I did not feel that this movie was very romantic. I feel like we're both romantics, but I I romanticize things a little more than you in terms of like this kind of thing. Media, you're a little more cynical. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know if I'm as much cynical, but I don't know. I feel uh, like you sound like a cynic to me right now. Didn't <laughs> like my girl Scarlett O'Hara. Well, uh, all right, the well, belle of the South. Let me ride on Marcus a little dirt. bit. Come on, I, she makes a curtain dress, man. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. She makes a curtain. That Isn't was that interesting, interesting though? Because you've seen that scene a million times. But this is where it came oh, from. Oh, I don't know if I have. No, like so like I don't like. Yeah, maybe I'm like Marcus. I don't like the romantic movies. Yeah. Um. But it's weird because you're right. We align ourselves a lot in life. Yeah, we're like things. real life romantics. I yeah. feel like yeah. you know, like if we go on a date or set up, you know, Valentine's Day is a big deal to it's both a big of deal us. To both of us, even though it's our birthdays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but like we're, we're almost okay with it. Yeah, we we'll like go all it, out yeah. on it. You know, like well, actually. Don't ask Laura. What did you <laughs> do, did you do this past year for your Valentine's Day, uh, Well, my role has shifted since I've been married, and I'm like, it's my man. birthday, so that takes precedence. <laughs> no, but we celebrate <laughs> Valentine's Day on a separate day. But anyway. Your teachers, you're busy. Yeah, yeah, Oh, guys, well, it's the also, most, hold on, it's the most adorable thing. Him and his wife are both music teachers that work mm-hmm. together. Ugh, it's something, ugh. Yeah, we met on ugh. New Teacher Orientation. Ugh, ugh. I want to watch that movie. <laughs> It'll be more romantic than movie. this one. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Scarlet. What? You're talking about Scar- Scarlet and why you don't like her. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, I just did. There's there's just nothing. There wasn't anything there for me. I don't yeah. think that there is any depth to the character. I think she's just kind of selfish and shrew. And um, she is. Yeah, she is. And that's even that was a quote actually from Rhett where uh, he said <laughs> we're both selfish and shrew. Um, and 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 she she is. Um, and oh, but but my favorite part about that, though, is she she's not only selfish and shrew. She acts on it. So as we'll talk about in this next section right here where yes. she's at the party, yes. she goes to the barbecue at 12 Oaks mm-hmm. to go. She's like, if I confess my love to Ashley, she'll never he'll never marry Melanie. He'll love me, too. So right. she so she sneaks away, which is it's this is very important because in the middle of the barbecue, all the women took a nap. Yeah. Oh, Laura was laughing at that. She's like, funny. where are they all sleeping? It was all, like there's like a bedroom. Yeah, it's like in the manor. To a bed, um, but she sneaks away. Um, we do get a really interesting scene. I like the scene a lot where all the men are talking about the war. And Rhett Butler comes in as having spent some time up yes. north, and he's the he's the no nonsense one. We're like, why would we fight a war for no reason? They're like, right. for the South, and he's right. like, why? And they're yeah. like, for the South. Yeah, he's like, they'll wipe us out, and they're like, yeah, like, but this is a noble cause. I and feel then, like that that actually that, that actually happened all over the place. You know, it had oh, to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, for the, sure. The politicians totally galvanize everyone under this pretense of South, South. Well, south. yeah, and in the South, they're they're not thinking that they're wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because if they thought they were wrong, and if you really take a look at yourself in the mirror, at, like what you're doing, and you know, like you don't face that, so you you have to have this uh, machismo about it, where you're like, totally. no, this is this yeah. is the way it is. This is how it goes. This is how I make my money. This is how I provide for my family. This is the way it's always you know? been. Yeah, exactly. So they actually, have to be actually that way. literally says later. I've always been nice to my slaves. I don't understand. Like, he's yeah. just like... And actually huh? says, oh, even if the war didn't happen, I was going to free my slaves. And at that point, I was like, bullshit. Yeah. And he's and he presents himself, and he is a character of, like, honor and value yeah. and 
I think I think by the end I'm very much not on Ashley's side mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the way he does everything. Yeah. But at the beginning you're supposed to you're supposed to think he's oh, like, yeah, you like a Ashley. gentleman and yeah, you no like big him. Deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, but okay, so Scarlet sneaks mm-hmm. him away. Yes. And she's like, Oh, oh, Ashley, I've loved you forever. And he's like and he says the thing you said about marrying his blood. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> she's the only one that gets him. Um, and my favorite part <laughs> about this though is Rhett was sleeping on the couch and right. he heard the whole thing. He said he was gonna go walk around the This is what feels like a play, thing. right? This is like a yeah, yeah, right yeah. out of a play. Oh, moment. for sure, because because Rhett was like, Oh, let me go walk around the grounds and then yeah. Ashley went to go follow him to escort him around the grounds and show him around and he's sleeping in the <laughs> same room that they go off to talk into like uh, yeah so that's definitely a play and again the convenience of it whatever but yeah. Rhett's there I think she's stuff. more of like the forbidden fruit like they like her because she's pretty but like well, that's she's holding like out for Ashley yeah. so she's not given anything so they're like oh like let me let me like her but so when when Rhett is like all of a sudden he's like oh I love you I'm like you're dumb I was like, you're dumb. There's nothing there to love. Well, for I'm her. like, I know you're not dumb, so what are you saying? To me, that's his character flaw. Oh, interesting. Because <laughs> like, I'm is like, the character flaw. Yeah, or 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 just almost chasing what you can't have at that point. Because sure, he's smart, he's yeah. cunning, he's rich, he can have whatever he wants. So he's like, Oh, this have. is almost a challenge for me. Let yeah. me see if I could do that. And to me, I'm like, no, you don't no, don't you don't ever go after that. If a girl's like, I hate you, and she's in love with somebody else who she can't have, and like, it's almost like there was way too much baggage for him to go into that and and be a smart person. Then, yeah, we're not going very far on okay. this. We're like after, still in the beginning. After a certain point, it just turns into, and then there was the civil war. So we're fine. Well, are, well oh, are we going into the civil war? No, right because now? Okay, this is really yet. important. Okay, this because is because despite <laughs> despite everybody, Scarlet having weaved that boy under under her wing the the wilkes brother melanie's brother mm-hmm. gets him to marry her before he even leaves the war yes and then and then someone storms and says the war is started and he's like he'll marry me before the war and she's like fine yeah yeah yeah. i thought that crazy. was really really interesting crazy because um, what the heck were we saying earlier something like she's such a garbage person or something yeah. like that um that she's gonna marry this guy yeah. literally for just spite. spite yeah just for awful. spite awful spite marriage super terrible yeah now what song is playing when they go off to war Hello, my honey. Hello, my like, hello. <laughs> no, Dixieland again, oh, but at almost like double or triple the tempo. Oh, interesting. Much faster, yeah. Wow. And it totally means something. Yeah. It's almost like a battle cry at It's like you said, it's in the back matter of all this movie, but it's so interesting having them so galvanized about this goddamn war right? they're literally like, this war? And I'm going to sign up right now. And then in two hours later, they're all like, I hate yeah. But I still love the South. Yeah. I love how um, her first husband dies, though. Oh, my God. They're like, it's so funny he went off ironic. to war and he was not given a dignified death of a hero. In the book, she gets pregnant. Oh. All I know is that fact. I don't know where that story oh, okay. takes place. I don't know uh-huh. what happens to the That's boy. That's interesting. I don't know where, if she still has the kid later. But, but yeah, I do know that they so took I'm out. like, Mr. Clumsy and Stupid dies of pneumonia. Yeah. And that wasn't even enough. Then an no, attack of the measles. The measles yeah. Yeah. First they're like, oh, he had pneumonia. And because then he was getting over it. But then he got attacked by measles. <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> At this point, Laura and I are just like, this is ridiculous. And we were oh, just I like completely laughing. That Scarlett says fiddly D. And I love it every time any of these others. Fiddly D. It's so serious and ironic gross uh, do you not like <laughs> southern old sayings who like old southern sayings oh yeah whatever oh well i wish you liked them more because they'd be really helpful in this game oh no there's a game <laughs> southerner or blubber oh my god these games are I so have, hard <laughs> Andrew, i have 16 sayings here uh half of them are from the old south 
Half of them I made up. <laughs> oh, monkeys. You have to get at least half of them correct of whether they're from the South, a Southerner, or they're from me, a blubber. Ah, oh, farts. You okay. Understand? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty simple directions. Great. Well, all right. <laughs> it's it's like true or false. It's south or not. <laughs> did you come with a game? Um, I actually did, but uh, I'm not going to do it. And I have like a really, really good gift for you, though, too. You should do the game. Um, oh, shoot. I lied. I oh. don't have a game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You ready? Yes. All right. And I'm going to try to say these in a southern accent the best I can to give you the full depth of it. Uh-huh. Number one. Crawfish cooked down to the bone. Oh, that's southern. Nope, it's a blubber. I made it up. Ah, dang it. <laughs> you ready for the next? Yes. Maybe I should overanalyze these a little bit more like you guys do. Yes. Hard. <laughs> Very hard. If and when we done do it. Oh, if and when we done do it. That's obviously south. Nope, I made it up. Oh, come on. <laughs> these are all so stupid. I hope you have nobody listening in the south. Because <laughs> all of these sound just as like end comment. Right I don't there. want anybody that can't have be ironic to themselves. I don't want to listen to the podcast. It's fine. Fair enough. All right, next one. It doesn't amount to a hill of beans. Oh, that's south. It is south. Whew. You got one. Oh my goodness! Okay. I have to get half. All right. More than Carter's got little pills. More than cars? Carters. Carters? Yeah. Got like little the name pills. Carter. Um, is that like an ADD saying? <laughs> uh, like pills? Like P-I-L-L-S. Mm-hmm. More than Carter's <sighs> got little pills. God, this is where, if I'm, if I'm Marcus in this situation, I would say yeah. something like, that's way too specific yeah. for you to have made that up right. yourself. Sure. But you would know that I know that. Correct. And you wait, but you didn't write this for Marcus. You wrote this for a potentially hot chick. But would I change <laughs> anything about the, the game? Huh? Because there was also a thirty-five percent chance Marcus came down here with a mustache. Oh, that was true. I did yeah. listen to last week's episode, which right. you should go check out if you haven't yet. <laughs> um, spoilers: Hellboy's a good movie. We liked it. No spoilers. It was not a good movie, but you liked it anyway. Didn't like you listen to your own podcast? You guys said it was terrible. We but you really liked it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and you said none of our friends you're would like it. You're answering the question. <laughs> I very much am. Um, we have like three and a half more hours to get through. <laughs> we re- whole, Yeah, we went through the opening sequence. That's it. But that's important. It's the back manner. It's setting uh, it up. Yeah. We'll get um, faster. Uh, Blubber. Nope, that's from the south. Son of a bee sting. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> can I be ready? Is that a thing that okay. I can do? She Ugh. was madder than a wet hand. Oh, that's oh no, son of a you're uh, these ah uh, these games are so hard. I like play along at home when I'm like listening. And you're probably like, come on, it was the obvious. Oh, it was no, easy. I always no, yeah, I'm, always I'm terrible at them yeah. at home too. To be um, fair, Marcus makes them harder than I do. No, I think you just over it's overthink no, no, them. It's, it's, because no, I no, usually I do know. way better on Marcus's games than I do on your games. <laughs> no, but he tailor makes them for me. He does it on purpose. It, it, it kind of makes silly. really fun I make content, the game, I, make, I make the game silly, and sometimes they're a little easy, but that's the point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to say South. Do what? Yes! Oh, yeah! Sycamore trees sing the truth. Um, Blubber. Sure? Yeah. Yeah, you're correct. Yes. I made that up. That was 100% a Nickism. <laughs> <laughs> a hand is a hand, but a boot's made of leather. Uh, Blubber. 
That's great. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like some of them, I'm like, okay, Nick, nice try. <laughs> the, the first two were real good, though. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, those are great, but like, I know that they're yours. Yeah, yeah. Son of a bitch. Uh, next one. <laughs> what are the sheep in heat? Oh, uh, south. Nope, that's blood. Ah! Great Odin's raven! Uh, full as a tick. Uh. Oh, that one's super bizarre. You know what? Well, ticks get full. So. Okay, now that's a blubber. No, but it's a south. Oh, son of a beast thing. I was like, why would you explain it? Because I know ticks get. But I'm like, are southern people really being like, oh, I'm full as like this disease ridden parasite yeah, that sucks blood? They are. Wow. Yeah. Learn something new every day. If I had my druthers. How many are left? Seven, including this one. Seven left? And I have to get half? Yeah. How many total are there? Sixteen. Sixteen? Oh, I have to get to eight? Yikes. I was not paying attention, actually, at the beginning. Um, it's clear uh, by south. how... Really? Yeah. That's correct. Oh, geez. Your, 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 your follow-ups of, like, really? You're like, oh, uh, like, you're trying to be helpful, but they're just full of crap when you're doing that. Whenever you do I don't know if you notice that. I don't that. know what this means, so let's look it up. Okay. Druthers roughly translates to I would rather, meaning if I had things my way, so if I had my druthers. Oh, that makes sense. Great. All right. Huh. Next one. Oh, yeah. Ho, ho. Look at that scoreboard. Next one. Bonnet, 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 Betty. Bonnet, Bonnet, Betty? I think it's like a Mary Sue thing. Like blubber. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, <sighs> Don't explain it to me. If you explain it to me, that like actually um, gives you away on that one. I explained another one and it messed you up. Yeah, so that's why I, I kind of like paused and stuttered a little bit on that one. So I wanted to bail. I wanted to bail. <laughs> don't sh- don't shoot straight. Shoot from behind. Blubber. That's correct. All right, good. Nice. Uh, can't never could. Oh, south. That's correct. You've got yes. enough to win. Let's just do the Let's rest. Let's go through the rest. Okay. See if uh, I can really. Uh, if if sweep the creek the floor. don't rise, blubber. No, it's from the south. Son of a beasting. If the creek don't rise, then why would you stop in mid thought? If the creek don't rise, where's the predicate to that subject? Well, Come it's, on. It's because it's, it's an answer. It's like, can you do that? If the creek don't rise, it means never. Or it means always. I don't know. I'm not going to stop. Uh, yeah, so one. you don't know. Because <laughs> <Next one. laughs> uh, he was funny as all. Get out. Oh, um, oh, because mm-hmm. that one you hear a lot, I feel. So, like, is that something that we, like, pretend is from the South that Nick just, like, made up? Or is that South stuff? Funny as all get out. South. That's correct. All right. Whew. And last one. A plum is sweet, but a pie is sweet. Blubber. That's correct. Yes. You got it by the end. Andrew, Ooh. you're present because I know you're loving this movie so much. Is your very own copy of Gone with the Wind. Oh, really? Bow, bow, bow. Holy cow. Good for me. On DVD. It's DVD. two discs because it's such a long goddamn movie. Wow. Oh, that's hilarious. So then the Civil War happens. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, she's, and, she, <laughs> and she's wearing all black, but she doesn't want to be a widow because she's like 18. And she's like, oh, fiddly D, I want to dance. And she's <laughs> dancing underneath her thing. I liked I liked, I liked, liked this scene. I liked this, this kind of Scarlet because, God, you hate her so much. And I like that. I like it's like, oh, my God, you're so insensitive. You marry that guy out of spite. He's dead. You don't give a fuck. I love the scene she's where they're like, like I don't want give more. me your jewelry for the war. And oh, then he's yeah. like, oh, take I, my wedding. Take my, and she's like, oh, uh, take mine, too. 
<laughs> yeah, but then uh, Rhett returns then it. Rhett shows up, shows up and bids on her. Right. So, yeah, that brings me into my next notes. Um, is there another name for a Christmas tree or is this like happening at Christmas? Because the song in the background here is. For sing a little bit. And um, no, it's a close approximation, buddy. I was looking for the vocal warm up room at the beginning. But you guys don't have one. So I can I can play it on. We can we can you can play a Christmas tree yeah, in your ukulele. On. I don't know. If I don't yeah, know if exactly. Um, but anyway, but then I asked Laura, I was like, is I there another the name? You could. And that's why. Um, but she, I was like, is there another name? She's like, yeah, Otanenbaum. I was just like, yeah, wow. that's a Christmas tree in German. I was like, that's not going to have any more relevance in the South because it's still Christmas tree. It just tree. sounds like a story of how you're mean to your wife. No, there's better stories of evidence for that. Oh, okay. Cool. I want <laughs> um, one later when we're talking about rats. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, I was like, so is this a Christmas party that's going on? Or was that just like it a random music? Yeah, totally. Or is that another like Southern thing? But she hates wearing black, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, isn't it weird, though, that Rhett has to convince a girl who says that she hates him uh, to give to give him a chance? And then he has to spend one hundred and fifty dollars to get her to dance, which is a lot more back then. Here's, right. a, qu- here's a question. Here's a question, because listen, I understand you're not all about Scarlet right now and you can have I have a little bit of this other draw from the fucking game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and you're allowed to that, have that opinion. I'm but less I about know, Rhett. I know for a fact you like a little bit and a lot of people love the cat and mouse bait and switch back and forth nope. retort repartee game uh, you don't I, like that I, at all I, I, I can but in, in terms of their relationship who she is and who he yeah. is and what is is happening like, you've never done that with someone and not known if you like the person or whether you like the game the back and forth um, the teasing I, back and forth I hate I, you I hate you ha 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 sexual no, tension no not on, on the hate at all hmm. um, well but no, it, it no makes I, my, I, it makes my question about I, I under <laughs> I understand the the cat and mouse. But for me, it's more about I like the courtship mm. when you're both kind of it's it's very new and it's exciting like that romanticism. Huh? I like the courtship, but there is no courtship here because he's just trying to go for it and she's like wanting nothing to do with it, but like legitimately wanting nothing to do with it. And she says so many times. And he still goes for it. So to me, I'm like, this is very much a negative Most and it's not a good re- relationship. And that's not a good start. So I was telling Laura about it. I was just like, Laura's his wife. Yeah. We've established that a hundred times. You in this never podcast. forget. You never forget anything from the beginning of the pod to the end. No, don't give me that garbage because you guys rat on movies all the time because you're like, we don't need to see it or hear it again because we were there. Remember, we yeah. were just watching this movie. Uh-huh. So you don't like recaps in the movies. And now you're going to read. So you're going to you're recap your own gang podcast. Yes. <laughs> all right. So Laura's my wife. And <laughs> so I'm talking to her. I was just like, literally right now, their yeah. relationship is starting on an argument because she's yeah. like, I hate you. I'll never love you. And he's like, I'll change your mind because I'm a man and I know yeah. better. But he's also like, I'm not going to marry you, but I want you. Right. So this whole thing is starting off on an argument. Yeah. That's a really well, bad thing right to start after this, our relationship right after this on. Dance, he's kind of trying to court. He buys her he a is new trying to court. Bo- he buys her a new bonnet. Right. He threatens 100%. to kiss her. Threatens to kiss her. I think that is the best choice of words you could have done because a lot of this interaction of kissing and things like that is very aggressive. There's something in the fact that that's very problematic about threatening to kiss something like on that tenth degree. But yeah. in terms of this scene, um, I do like the scene because it has that one. Did you write down the one quote about you should be kissed often and by someone good at it? Nope. No. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll just do the scene. We'll just we'll just do the scene. 
Um, we'll do the scene. Yeah, you we'll have the scene printed out. We're just going to do the scene. Oh, my goodness. Um, you really thought a hot girl was coming, didn't you? No, I'm pretty funny, buddy. Um, we're going to start. Oh, Rhett, it's lovely, lovely. Um, okay. Do you want to be Scarlet or Rhett? Um, Great, you can be Rhett. All right. All right. <laughs> oh, Rhett, it's lovely, lovely. You didn't really bring it all the way from Paris just for me. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I thought it was time I got you out of that fake <laughs> Next trip, I'll bring you some green silk for a frock to match it. Oh, Rhett. I was like, what is this? It's my duty to brave boys at the front to keep girls at home looking pretty. Oh, it's so long since I've had anything new. How do I look? Awful. Just awful. Why? What's the matter? Uh, this war stopped being a joke when a girl like you doesn't even know how to wear the latest fashions. Oh, oh, Rhett, let me do it. Uh, but Rhett, I don't know how I'll dare to wear it. You will, though. And another thing, <laughs> those panelettes. <laughs> I don't know a woman in Paris that wears panelettes anymore. Oh, what do they? You shouldn't talk about such things. You wait, little hypocrite. Wait, where's your southern accent? Uh, you don't hear it? Oh, <laughs> make you a little more pronounced. Push it. Push it a little more for the for the for, for the bad people that don't understand. You want to, you know, yeah. Oh, for the dumb people. Oh no, that yeah. that was a joke. I'm 100 percent not doing a southern accent. Yeah, I was going with the bit. <laughs> if you present a bit <laughs> and I say yes and, you can't be like, no, there was a joke there. I was like, yeah, obviously. All right. Oh my goodness. Scene. Okay, uh, you little hypocrite. <laughs> you don't mind my knowing about them, just my talking about them. But Red, I can't keep on accepting these gifts from you, although you are awfully kind. I'm not kind. I'm just tempting you. <laughs> I never give anything without expecting something in return. I always get paid. Well, if you think I'll marry you just to pay for the bonnet, I won't. Don't flatter yourself. I'm not a marrying man. Well, I won't kiss you for it either. Open your eyes and look at me. <laughs> no, I don't think I will kiss you. Although oh, I have more lines. <laughs> Although you need kissing badly, that's what's wrong with you. You should be kissed, and often, by someone who knows how. And I suppose you think you're the proper person. Mm, I might be, if the right moment ever came. <laughs> Why are you yelling the lines? Because I feel like that's how he acts in the movie. <clears throat> I might be, if the right moment ever came. He's a yell actor, You're a black-hearted, conceited varmint, and I don't know why I let you come to see me. You made me lose my place, man. I'll tell you why, Scarlett. Yeah, that didn't help. Oh, I'll tell you why, Scarlett. Because I'm the only man over 16 and under 60 who's around to show you a good time. But cheer up. The war can't last much longer. Oh, really, Rhett? Why? There's a little battle going on right now that ought to be pretty well fixed things. Oh, Rhett? Rhett, tell me, is Ashley in it? So you still haven't gotten that wood-headed Mr. Wilkes out of your mind? Yes, I suppose he's in it. Oh, but tell me, Rhett, please, where is it? Some little town in Pennsylvania called Gettysburg. Music swells! It's the, the Gettysburg is happening! The turn of the war! Yeah, I hated that scene. Oh. <laughs> I, you asked me if I wrote something down, but I, I didn't write that. But like when you said, I'm not the I'm not kind. I don't give without expecting something in return. I always get paid. Yeah. That's awful. This is the lady in the tram. He's the tram. But we like we're like we've as a society have been trying to move past this. This is 1939, Andrew. I know, I understand, but like that to me is why this movie doesn't hold up. It's There's like so many things. It's, it's so time. dated. Listen, I don't. I think dated things can happen, but I don't think this is dated. It's a time capsule. It's this is how it was. This is what we're looking at. You cannot like it, but you can't be like that's wrong. Obviously, it's wrong. True, but it's still it's another uh, tally in the toxic <laughs> relationship. Um, oh my god, the relationship is so toxic. Right. So that that's what I. All right, but anyway. Then Gettysburg happens, blah, blah, blah. They start getting lists yeah. of all the people who die. 
Yeah, I love I love that. I love I love that scene. It's so filled with dread because yes. all these fucking families are going up to that man and be like, is, is it me? Is, is it my family? Is it blah, blah, blah? And some people are walking away crying. And Right. And what song is played there? Dixieland? No. Oh, slow? Oh. No. Um, oh, wait. Nope. Yep. Dixieland is back after Gettysburg oh. with original crying flute player. Do you remember oh. in the, the NACAA tournament when one of the college teams lost and then on the news there was one of the flute players from the band like crying because oh, their yeah. team lost? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like the flute player. But I was like, no, this little boy who has to play Dixieland yeah, yeah, yeah. after like his brother or father or died. died. It was that's, sad. that's a reason to be crying while you're playing the flute. That was fucking... You're the war band and your your whole family just died. Sad. I feel like this from the, from here until when the war is over i think has a lot of great moments like that and yeah they're, and they're like in the background so it's not like in your face be sad civil war people are dying but it's like super personal yeah. you know yeah and, and then after that they played uh like that ants marching song yeah hoorah so that's just like i don't know can you keep singing Hmm? I don't know any of the words except for the hoorah part. They obviously knew you were singing, but you didn't sing the whole goddamn song. You asked me to. Sing a little more, not the whole goddamn thing. Well, I had to finish the phrase. But anyway, that whole thing is like they're all marching off to war and it's like endless. Like the ants, they're like following each other. So I was like that. I was kind of digging the music selections on a lot of these. Things. And then I I love how Melanie is an interesting character for me, right? Because at first I thought she was sickly and dumb and just didn't realize that Scarlet was out to get her and whatever. But by but as the movie goes on, she's endearing and honest and compassionate mm-hmm. and yeah, she's not the dumb cousin. She's 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 got a little she's more beautiful. character. She's, also, she's yeah. amazing. Yeah, um, she also got an Oscar nomination for this role. Oh really? She lost to Mammy. But this is the point of the movie where I stopped watching actually. Laura and I got an hour in, and I was just like, I'll okay. finish this later Yeah, by myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, we, we watched the rest, but I, I needed a break at that point. And yeah. the last thing that I wrote, and Laura commented on this to me, too, was this top line right here. Where is the romance? Where is the romance? This well, is like a historical romance thing. Who died? Uh, 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 the first husband? Yeah, what's his name? Who cares what his name Charles was? Charles or something? Yeah, but then she admits, I only married him to piss you off, Ashley. Yeah. That wasn't sad. That's not romantic. The, the romance is Rhett. Yeah, but where's that romance? He just said... Uh, you get it later. This you get it up. later. Yeah. We're an hour and 15 minutes into the movie, yeah, and it's supposed to, to be a two. historical <laughs> romance movie. There's two. no freaking romance. It's just this garbage. Anyway, let's keep moving Do on. Do you like Titanic? Um, I mean, the part where like the ship, sh- <laughs> ship sinks and everyone dies is fine. But I will tell you, I love that movie no. so much. I just bought the Rose Funko Pop where she's in this beautiful red dress. <laughs> That's cool. And... I don't know if I ever really saw the full thing. I may have or like in pieces, but like my parents were watching it one time, like on DVD. And they're like, you can't watch this. It's like too scary. I was like, why? And then they're like, fine, sit here and watch it. And then I was watching it. The it ship was, scary, was sinking. So and I was just like. They're gonna be okay, right? And they're like, they're like, no, everyone dies. I'm like, everyone. I was like, well, maybe if I watch the movie again, like the ending will be different. And like, wasn't so. I'm like, then we get. I I wanted to mention Melanie and how amazing she is because she nurses all these people. And and there's that wonderful moment where Scarlett's like, I'm tired. Are you tired? Can we go? And she's like, Mm -hmm. I can't go because I hope that if we're on the other side, there's some. Uh, a northern woman taking care of Ashley the same way I'm taking care of these men or something. And it's just like super endearing and super generous and like another, another thing to just show Scarlett's a horrible person. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. yeah. But then um, we get to Melanie's pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. 
Um, there's some stuff before that, but I don't think. Well, yeah. Do uh, well, and that's that's where I started turning on the movie and the depiction of the South because after the whole Gettysburg thing. Um, all of the slaves in Atlanta oh, start uh, taking Sam. up arms yeah, and Sam start and going to war. Yeah. And I, I wrote down like, and they were uh, excited about. It. They're like, we get to, we get to, we get yeah, to. Yeah, they're like, we're gonna, we yeah, we're gonna go and we're gonna get rid of those Yankees. Yeah. And I'm like, they're they're fighting on behalf of the slave owners, that so happens. that the slave owners can keep owning them. Like, I don't know where I would have to be in a place in my life that if someone like owned me and told me what to do all the time and if someone was trying to like free me from this situation, Probably a third generation slave. That I would go and fight a third generation slave, you're saying? Yeah, at the end of the Civil War, these would probably be about third generation. So again, like I don't really want to project, but I, I feel like that that is where I started losing it because it's so interesting because Atlanta I saw did, that and I'm like, wow, crazy. I'm glad they showed that to me because that's it's important to know that this but, kind of thing happened. But and whether did they're it, happy because about it or fast not. forward to where like 1939 when this movie was being made and the actress who was nominated couldn't go because it was in Atlanta, of, Georgia. Yeah. And now in 1939, you're saying that when they were in the Civil War at the height of slavery, Atlanta was integrated. And now the slaves are freed and Atlanta all of a sudden became unintegrated because they couldn't own people. No, no, no. They were still 100 percent owned. They were using them to go on the front lines, but they were like brainwashed and shit. <sighs> I don't think I don't that think, they'd still be happy about it, but I don't, I, I don't, that is what the white people saw this movie. Oh, I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah. I would like, agree I with that. that that's what the white that, people saw, but yeah. I was just like, but how, I think that's how, important are, to see that. how that's are what these white people are saying? I guess. But I was like, how are we still seeing that? Because like literally when this movie was being made, even now there are places that like are not as integrated as they were portraying yeah. Atlanta. I just during, listened to, uh, uh, do you listen to the daily? No. Oh, it's a great podcast. So everyone should listen to it. I only listen to Now Try This. That's a and good, that's Now a good Analyze Now Try This. Thank you so much. For more on that, you can go to my blog page, Now Analyze Now Try This. Dot com? Or? No, no, no. It's a uh, dot No, I don't have a real domain. I'm sure it's A-H-U-L-L-E dot Wix sites dot N-A-N-T-T. I appreciate your commitment to the bit. The um, but commitment uh, to the bear. You're trying to call me out on your own podcast. You so think that's daily, not a real site? The, uh, one of the uh, episodes they just had recently was about the the high schools in the city in New York City, mm -hmm. and how the top like the top one had like three black kids, hmm. and and how it's it's the, this test system that gets kids there. Not people that are good in school. They have to be ready for this test. But a lot of the people in mostly. Uh, in, in mostly black or mostly Hispanic neighborhoods, they're not told about the test until right before the test. But in white and Asian American uh, neighborhoods, they're taught about this test for years leading up to it. That's the hmm. most important thing for them ever. And how these schools end up with just a couple, you know, kids of color. Hmm. It's bananas. Yeah. It's, you're right. It still happens. Yeah. It still happens all the time. So, but that's when I really started. It's and then I was like, is this historically problem? accurate? I think um, the fact that uh, slaves fought in the war on both sides is. Oh, yeah, yeah, could yeah. yeah, that could have been. But just like the whole demeanor and everything, yeah. um, like I, I get what you're saying now that it was a perspective uh, of some people. That's just um, how I have to see it or else the, problem, the movie yeah, doesn't work. Right. Are you, are you right that at the time it wasn't made with that intent? Probably. You're probably right. It was 1939. Segregation was still happening. They didn't want to talk about how the right. slaves weren't happy and how they owned people. Right. 
you know, we still don't want to talk about that, but at least we make the hard calls and say it like it is now a little right. bit more, at least in movies. Yeah. So that to me is just like painting a picture of the South and the romanticizing of the South yeah. was I like think it's really interesting crazy. Because, you know, Uncle Tom's Cabin, one, it's a mm-hmm. super popular book. Yeah. It's a bestseller. It's one of the most sold. I haven't read it, but time. like we like learned about it. In but, it's, it's, yeah. but it's about like happy slaves. Yeah. So then we get to the Melanie being pregnant, right? I think so. That? Well, at that point, I was like the Gettysburg there in Atlanta. The whole right. the, the whole scene of the Atlanta fire uh, and the escaping Atlanta Atlanta. Oh, that, yeah, not yet. Before oh, that we doesn't get, before happen. We yet. Get, before we get there, yeah, I have no notes before that. <laughs> there's, there's that great scene where um, Scarlet's by herself as a nurse trying to help, but she's so frivolous and vain, and she doesn't mm-hmm. understand the world that she, you know, she's starting to. I, I feel like this is the moment when things are starting to change a little bit. And I think it's an important moment. This mm-hmm. is that moment when. They're like, hey, help us cut off this man's leg. We don't have any morphine. And it's fucking horrific. And she can't stand it. And she runs away. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think it's because of the way Vivian Lee does it and why there's so, and how there's so many close-ups on her face and the way she emotes with her face. For me, it feels like she she continually makes the wrong decision there and just leaves. She's not strong enough for it. But I think the recognition that she's not strong in the way she thought she was is starting to happen. And mm-hmm. then it happens more when Melanie's pregnant and she has to help deliver the baby. And she goes back to try to get the doctor and mm-hmm. has to walk through the street that's just laid. There's 800 bodies there, Andrew. There's 800 people as extras and 800 dummies. Really? They didn't have enough extras to actually do it. Wow. So there's that 1,600 people in that shot with dummies and extras laying there and the, the fucking camera zooming. That that image has stayed with me the most from this whole movie hmm. where it's just this girl walking through who cares about dresses and the boy she loves from the plantation across the way. Right. And there's all this death of all her, the people she used to have um, dote on her. Mm-hmm. And they're all lying. They're dead. Right. And it's starting to hit her that she is nothing. She is insignificant. This doesn't matter. There's mm-hmm. death. And then she goes to talk to the doctor. And the doctor's like, you're delivering the baby. I can't leave. What are you talking about? There's dead people all over here. You know, I got to take care of these people. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she goes back and she shows the first moment of strength where she delivers the baby. She does that. Mm-hmm. And because she, she has to. Right. Not because she wants to. Not because mm-hmm. someone asked her to. Because she has to. She doesn't have a choice. Well, yeah. But she also thought she was going to get some help from what was it? Prissy? Yeah. That was the freaking worst. Yeah, I can't defend Prissy. No, not at all. She's terrible. <laughs> she's terrible. She's she's a terrible depiction, but she's also a super annoying and dumb. Yes. Like, that's the problem, but she's also super annoying and dumb. Right, because she comes to... I can take care of babies. Right. Oh, all right, great. Cool. So maybe we can get by without the doctor. I don't know why I lied. I don't know anything yeah, about babies. Yeah, I don't know babies. anything about babies. Like, no one even let me around children yeah. when I was growing up. And then, like, Scarlet beats her. She was like, what the she heck? Literally yeah, she literally hits her. She literally her. hit her. And, is like, and to be fair, I would also have the same reaction in that moment. Yeah, I wouldn't put my hands on another human being, but whatever. In that moment, I would. In that moment, I would. <laughs> well, because that was nuts. She was like, all right, we don't have a doctor, but at least she knows what she's doing. She's like, I don't know what I'm doing. The problem is she still owns her. Oh, <laughs> my God. Point. So it's, it's <laughs> weighted with a lot of back matter. But it's a, it's a crazy moment. And it it's is. the first moment when Scarlet's changes starting to visually seen. She makes right. an action. And then Scarlet says, oh, go get Rhett and tell him yeah. I just delivered a baby. Yeah. And then Prissy <laughs> goes and she's like, I delivered the baby. And Scarlet she's like, Scarlet helped a little bit, but I delivered the baby. And I'm like, Honestly, get out of here. kind of funny. Get out of here. I appreciate that at least her character is consistent. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Consistently God. lies and is useless. so many more quotes from her too. Really? Yeah. Like what? <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get to it. Oh, Let, okay. Let's do the Atlanta escape uh, so scene. So then we get Rhett. 
Um, and he steals a horse and he picks up Melanie, the baby, Scarlet and Prissy, and they run away from Phenomenal burning Phenomenal green screen work here. I have right All practical. Really good practical. green screen. Are you sure? They, people in the area were <laughs> no, calling no, the fire like, department. Yeah, no, they, the, that was took, actually really intense. They that took was probably old my favorite part of the movie. From the movie place, the movie, the sound stages, they took old sets they had to get rid of and burn those. Yeah. Yeah. That was fantastic. I, and that this was, was actually that was probably the first my favorite thing, scene. The first thing they filmed, because if it didn't work, because it was so expensive, it didn't work. They wouldn't have made the movie, mm-hmm. you know. Right. So it was the first thing they filmed before they even had a Scarlet and a Rat. Oh, really? Yeah. This, it was. It was, it was really good. But yeah. anyway, so then they're Crazy. leaving. Um, Super dramatic. Yeah, but then the sunset scene after they're gone and they're like that felt so uncomfortable because Rhett was like, "All right, there's the road to Terra. <laughs> I'm 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 leaving here." That was so funny. It's a fight, right? Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to war now. What? Why? I feel like I didn't do shit. Yeah. And uh when before he picked them up, she he was literally in a whorehouse. Right. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, I've had a change of heart. We should keep owning people. I'm gonna go fight now. I'm like, huh? I don't think it's about the owning people. I think it's about What was the Civil War about? I think he went I don't disagree with you. Yeah. Well, but and I to be fair, the Civil went, War was probably more about they were trying to secede from the Union and be able to have their people. own laws. Well, yeah, maintain their own laws to state keep by state. owning people. Yes, and their laws wanted to do that, but they wanted right. to secede from the Union. As a means to an end to own people. Yes, right. to yeah, to have their right. own governing body. Yeah, cool. but yeah, so... Sure. No, I, I 100% it, agree it's, that it's he's like, because I want to go you're making is the argument they made back then. It's like, no, 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 no. Sure, yeah, 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 sure. But it's just about... Old, it's just about Correct. making your own laws. And then it, all the ways goes back to the government of the North just being like, the government's trying to get in our lives, tell us what to do, and all that stuff. It's like, well, if you're going to be a part of our it's country... like Jeff Sessions. You're Jeff Sessions. Who's Jeff Sessions? The former attorney general. They recuse themselves. Oh, from the that's right. Yeah. You should have just said uh, Kate McKinnon. <laughs> anyway, because uh, <laughs> oh, then because yeah, oh, Scarlet, but the the end of the act, act one is Scarlet is running to Tara, oh. her plantation. Yeah. Prissy screams, "The horse is dead!" And then it falls over, and she just runs. And then act two, everyone's dead. Um, and then they get there, and the father is going crazy and still thinks the mom's alive. The mom's dead. The sisters are there. There's nothing to eat. Uh, a couple of the slaves stuck around, like Mammy and oh, I don't remember the other one's name. Um, I don't remember his name, but but they stuck around and they don't have anything to eat. And there's some old radishes, and there's a scene where Scarlet runs right. outside, eats the dirty radish, almost, everything destroyed, almost gags from it. And then you get a very iconic scene and dialogue when, as God is my witness, I'll never go hungry again. Do you do you recognize that line? Nope, I don't even remember the part that you're talking about. Shut up, yeah, it's super important. <laughs> and the fucking music swells and the sunset in the background. Okay. Um, super fucking, you know, iconic. Super big and epic and important. And again, I think coming from the moment before when Scarlet had to deliver this baby, Scarlet had to go through these things. Uh, and then in this moment, I think, again, it would have been really easy to paint Scarlet as a changed woman. As someone who's like on the other side, a mm-hmm. good person. It would have been so easy to do. Yeah, but they don't. because it, it's again one of those moments in life like you, you're you come through on the other side and right. you're like wow I'm a changed person like this happened like you live through you know any kind of war famine traumatic uh, experiences can really change a person really give you a different perspective and they on life don't do that yeah it doesn't happen it's super interesting that they make that choice and I think it's I think it's important this is why this movie is so iconic and people love it so much is because that's a look at the human condition sometimes people don't change mm-hmm. sometimes people are rotten to their core. Does that mean they're bad people? Probably. Yeah. But does it mean they're not people? No. You know? It's like you have to still see it. I, that's that's why I love it so much. Yeah. And it, then it's super interesting. Yeah. 
intermission. I listened to the whole thing. I did not. No, no musical themes really coming back from the overture. Yeah. Still very pretty and everything, though. Sure. The on track, though. Yeah. Did you notice? Uh, nope. I skipped it. It's a good thing, you guys. You skipped the on track? Yeah. Bro, bro. Very important. Why? Dixieland comes back. Oh, cool. In minor. Whoa. Yeah. So it's like a little twist and now it's a little more sinister. So it's almost at that point, you almost know that she's not changing because you're like, all right, it's just... It's just a crap show from here yeah. on out. Then they do a little bit of the Battle Hymn of the Republic in minor. Oh. You know, mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of but the day. in minor. Um, oh, man, put me on the spot. I'm not that good there. My, mine, mine eyes have seen the glory. No, no, you no. just sang it in a lower key. Um, mine, mine, mine eye. I can't. No, 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 because it would be the third that would be lowered. So if it starts on do, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, or if... Because it goes down. I don't want to like embarrass myself right now because I had to turn to Laura and be like, this is a minor, right? And she's like, yeah, dummy. <laughs> so that's why she's a better music teacher than I am for sure. If I, I'm the kind of person where I have to like feel it out. I'm not very strong in my pitches and my that's voice. Fair. If I have Everyone a piano, likes a I hard work. No one likes prodigies. Yeah, but I'm also not a hard worker. Oh, well, you're fucked either way. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will be honest. <laughs> this is the moment when my notes stopped because the second half of the movie is not as strong as the first half. I think okay. it's important. I think my a notes lot of are iconic... my notes are less. So I think it... oh yeah, I just <laughs> he, he, guys, he just turned his notes and there was just a page that said, "What the fuck?" No, it says WT. Yeah, and then I wrote it out. That's uh, very funny. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely less here, so we can go much quicker. So now I I'm still mad at the the second half because the the women come out and they're like complaining that they have to pick the cotton. I was just yeah. like, oh yeah, if only we could like have other people do this for us. I was yeah. just like, stop your I think you're supposed to be mad, though. That's interesting, right? right? right. Yeah, no, I know. I but then that. I'm just like, it, it's still the thing. Yeah, and I love how fucking the uh, Mammy and the other guy are also complaining that they're doing stuff, and Scar's like, I'm fucking doing it too. Right. And just the whole tension here and the power dynamic shifting and what it means about their hands, that diatribe. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, super that was interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. And the, how the dad's useless because he's crazy. Mm-hmm. Also, very uncomfortable every time anyone says darky. But I guess it's better than the alternative. So yeah, I mean, hey, uh, the maid said white trash a thousand times in the movie. I thought that was awesome. <laughs> I was like, good so for her. Good. I love Mary. Yeah, she's, she's great. So good. I love how even at the beginning of the movie, she's like putting Scarlet in her place, and that yeah. doesn't stop. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. It's such an interesting relationship they have. You know? Well, because at one point she owned her. Yes. And then she was free, but stayed by her side. Right. And it was a part of the family. But and it, Rhett wants her respect. Yes. And, and 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 to that effect, had this been a movie that took place like probably literally any other time, um, she's a caretaker, a nanny who's hired, loved, respected by the family, like yeah. an Alfred to Batman kind of thing. Roma you just know? came out and it's about that same thing. Right. So like, has, has this happened anywhere else, any other time? Like she's not owned. She's very much like a part of the family and yeah. loved and respected as such. Uh, but because of the timing, you're right. There is that weird like dichotomy of like, well, we owned you, but like it doesn't feel that way in their portrayal yeah. of it, which and is a little bit of what, what we with also the, talked uh, the about too. We're talking, we're talking right. about earlier, but a lot of it also just comes from the the dynamic they have. It's very unique, mm-hmm. um, and she kills it. Mammy right, kills. she won the fucking. She was fantastic. Then, you know. 
Let's um, see. Should we go like highlights? Uh, see, see, uh, act two. Yeah, and then so then they find out. Then she kills a uh, fucking Yankee. Yeah, Yankee comes and shoots scene. him in the face. Good scene. Yeah, great scene. I, lo- I like that scene because it puts Melanie and Scarlet even closer again. Correct. You know, I love I love their relationship. It's so interesting because Scarlet shits on Melanie all the goddamn time, but Melanie still loves her because she sees the good in people. And still, even in that scene, because yeah. she's like, oh. I shot this guy in the head and he's bleeding everywhere. Get naked. Give me, me your clothes. And then she's like, well, I can't let you see me. She's like, oh my God, what a prude. She's yeah. like, just take off all your clothes. And then she goes and she's like, geez, I wish I was so conservative or something. She like, even well, like no, says she, that. She was, say, she was saying that because she wished she had a petticoat on, but she didn't because she doesn't have one anymore because a yeah. little different than what right, you're saying. Right, whatever. Little, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll stick to my it's take. It's more of a thing about being having nothing. But, but then anyway, yeah, one sure, of the sure. next things that happens is Scarlett and Ashley kiss. I know. And I'm like, this scandal, adultery. I Man, and these are the moments when Ashley being like a weak human is really showing. Because he's like, I love you, Scarlett, but I need my wife. Yeah, and if I wasn't such I a honor. noble man, yeah. I would leave with you right now. If you're a noble man, go. you wouldn't say shit. You wouldn't even say that, correct? You wouldn't feel that way. Right. Yeah. Um, and at this point, Scarlett's not like, Scarlett's still there, right? She's still very much like, I love you and I'm right here. Maybe we should run away together. But she's not like naked in his room when he comes home. She's right. not like. Yeah, but but to be fair, like I even wrote down, I was like, oh, this is turning into a porno for the time. I was like, that, <laughs> that, that, that was still pretty racy. And that was pretty sure. no-no because later in the movie, you see them like hug yeah. in the mill, Ashley and Scarlett, and the mom and the sister are like. Oh! Oh, this shit. is so wrong and yeah. it was because like he was like touching her arm or something like Ridiculous. so that that was Which is like so silly, an affair. old friends you know? right yeah. right exactly well, yeah so that was another weird part you know she saved his wife from the war right delivered <laughs> right. his child you know correct but anyway um but then but these are the moments when ashley's weakness are really showing for me you know as opposed to earlier yes. where it's like i'm a noble man and i'm good and she's like oh that's why she loves him for sure and now for you're sure. starting to question but why yeah he's not all that he got shit yeah, so she literally gives him half the mill, right? He doesn't have anything. Well, yeah, but also um, he wanted to leave. Yeah, he so didn't want. It. He didn't want it. He didn't want the mill. Yeah, but he, but th- he took it. No, he took it because his wife convinced him for it. Whatever. No, he's a weak man. He wanted to go to New York and, and become he a banker. Did it, and he, did he didn't it. because Scarlett said stay and do the mill. He said nope, I will not stay for you. But then Scarlett manipulates the wife yeah. by saying oh Ashley's gonna leave and he's gonna make me do the mill all my own he should help me and then the wife's like come on help her we out we are glossing and over like, something super important yeah the We're, horse no, scene no the what pa oh did he die at this point yeah oh okay that's pa, the next thing that pa, happens in my notes pa, tra- pa traced right after the adultery and fell off his horse and died yeah <laughs> I wrote less than noble end yeah I think it's supposed to be yeah, because yeah. like he's going crazy and he's just like he just. And it's jumped. frustrating because it happened earlier and he messed up his leg because of it. Oh, I didn't even realize that. But yeah, earlier he that. was jumping and the wife was like, "Oh, you old fool! You jump in over those fences, you broke your leg." But this is the important. This, the, yeah, he died. Whatever. That's not important. The important part very important. is Scarlett can't pay the taxes on her house. Correct. So she runs to rent in a fucking uh, curtain dress. Right. And tries to whore herself out to Brett. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say about the scene? Do you remember any of the lines from that? I don't remember well, too many of the lines. Here. Oh, no, we're doing another scene. Oh, <laughs> holy cow. I was like, I don't, like, the weakest part of this movie for me is Scarlet and Red's relationship. And you made me, like, reenact it with you. Oh, I was no. like, oh, my goodness. But interesting fucking scene. And this also plays in earlier when she's like. Is he in a, uh, a, a war prison or something? Like, why was yeah, he arrested? Yeah. Because, like, yeah, because he was part of the South and the Yankees came in. Okay, so that was a Yankee war prison. He should have been hung. 
but he like paid his way out of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. This is he is George Clooney, like in Ocean's Eleven, like playing cards it's with hilarious. the prison the prison keeper people. Right. Prison guards. Um but he's like I also like how he's like, Oh yeah, what would you do? What'd you do? Oh, you would you marry me? Oh wow. I can't get my money anyway, whatever. Sorry. Right. I just made you yeah, do that. Yeah, my money's anyway. tied up. Yeah. Still so awful. Yeah. Awful. That's romantic? No, it's not supposed to be. This was pitched was as a romance movie. Oh, from who? The description of the movie. What's it's the a historical movie? romance movie. There's romance. You didn't feel bad when that horse died? Romance. Okay. <laughs> Bestiality romance is a whole Here's different thing. Here's the crazy thing. And just like That's ro- not the crazy thing. The crazy thing is after she leaves there, she happens to run into the guy she told her sister he can she can marry. Yes. And he's like, oh, you're doing really well for yourself. And I thought probably the first time I saw it and I forgot for a second that she was like oh borrow the money and she's like no I didn't tell you my sister talked about marrying another man yeah put your hand can I put my hand in your pocket married wow wow I I understand where it's like I'll never go hungry again I'll do these awful things and she does these awful things but man Talk about trying to never have a character be redeemed. Yeah, and I almost thought she did it because she was just like, oh, my sister wouldn't want to marry you, so I'll take the burden of getting your money and marrying you, and, like, n- neither oh, me no. or the sister. Yeah, and now the sister at the end of the movie was just yeah. like, she had three husbands and I had none. This is garbage, you know? It's just like, and oh, she could yes, have and should have had him because they loved each other. Right. So and like, she could have got the money just... that way, whatever. Right. He would have gladly paid $300, boom, done, whatever, right. if they married the sister. Right. But she wouldn't have owned the mill. She wouldn't have owned the plantation. Yeah, she's her the worst. sister would have. She's the worst. Yeah. So she uses that to leverage opening up a mill, and then she's married to that guy, and then she's talked about in town, and her reputation is ruined because she married him, and she runs the mill herself, and she's not a lady anymore. Right. Um. And then she has a stupid little repartee thing with Red again, and then she runs through the woods and gets attacked mm-hmm. and almost, you know, yeah, fondled. But then. Raped. One of the former slaves comes to save her. Big Sam, coming to the rescue. And then Scarlet gets back, and I have I have a really good quote from one of the ladies at the town. She goes, "I do hate you. You've done all you could to lower the prestige of our people." I was like, "That's one hundred percent accurate." Scarlet sucks. It's fucking crazy though. Ashley was shot. Everyone's upset. Scarlet's upset. And then it's like, "You're not gonna ask about your husband?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, what happened to him?" And he's like, "He's fucking dead." Yeah. And the next like, line oh, I have shit. is, uh, "Don't marry Scarlet. Her husband's died really quickly." A hundred percent. Husband two is dead. Yeah. And then she starts drinking a lot, which I was like, is she showing a little remorse I for think the whole situation? I don't think it's remorse. I think she can't handle the guilt. Like I, guilt and remorse are a little different. She, she handles her guilt. Like she doesn't want it. Like she doesn't deserve it. Right. Uh, like she, well, no, because at this point she's saying like, I shouldn't have married him. I should have given him to my sister. Yeah. It was me who killed him because I made him so unhappy. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Sorry, I was checking my ears. I felt she was a little a little remorseful at that point. Oh, so it sounds like you're saying something good about Scarlet. Weird. Yeah, no, I, I feel like she did have remorse there. Dude, her character's super interesting. It's like one step forward, two steps back. And this is a step forward. And then she's about to take two steps back. Sure. Um, I don't think she's still that interesting, but I'm, I'm like trying to like grasp for something here. And I'm like, I think she was. You're doing a good but job. then Rhett comes in <laughs> and uh, Marry me. she's like, I still hate you. And he's like, cool, let's get married. And I'm like, wow, how romantic. She still hates him. And then he proposes. Super interesting. And then he says. And then he buys her a bunch of shit. He says, do you ever think of getting married for fun? 
I'm like, yeah, as opposed to for spite or to slight or your sister money. and get money. And then <laughs> first marriage, spite. Second marriage, money. Third marriage, fun. Yeah, but she says she hates him. How would that still be fun? Maybe fun she for likes him. People. Ugh. But anyway, yeah. but she says she hates. Then him, she's she like, obviously cares for then him. she's like, fine, let's get married. Shit, and then yeah. he's like, all right, cool, bye, I'm leaving. And she's like, are you going to kiss me? And then he goes, haven't you had enough kissing for today? <laughs> oh, very funny. So then they get married. They go on a honeymoon. Uh, they have a baby. Yeah, but before that, when they get married, now he's got all this money, and she's like, oh, and the mill is doing well. He's like, I'll build you a house, and she goes, yes, please do. I want everyone to hate me. That's another quote. She said, I want everyone to hate me. Yeah. I want them to look at my house and be like, blah, blah, blah. She sucks. So then uh, the baby comes. The baby comes. And then she puts on her thing and like they're measuring her. And she's like, I want to be 18 and a half inches again. I'm like, easy, Mrs. Maisel. I was like, slow down. You can't have a baby. But she was still mad skinny after that. Yeah. But then her solution is to tell Rhett, I never want a baby again. So never touch me. We can never have sex ever again. Right. Fuck who you want. Right. And he's like, fuck you. Fine. Whatever. And focuses on his daughter. Mm-hmm. Very. Yeah. Untoxic relationship? No, it's very toxic. Correct. Great. Awful relationship. He takes the, ba- he takes that the baby started out. on an argument. It takes the yeah. You shouldn't start. It's a, so you can't bad. Start a on argument. I'm like, you cannot. Classic what? lesson. Yeah. Classic anyway, lesson. then he finds uh, he like steps on the picture of Ashley when she's like saying that. And he's like, oh, you still love Ashley. So he gets drunk, comes back to her room, and is like, you know what? I'm just gonna crush your skull and make you forget about Ashley. It's like he and, straight up threatens to rape you. And then, yeah, and then I wrote that. I was like, relationship is so toxic. Um, And then he's going to crush her skull um, to get Ashley out of her head. And then he goes to rape her. Yeah. And then what happens the next morning? She likes it. She wakes up and she's smiling. She's perfect. Yeah. What? Besides the uh, black problem about happy slaves, this is the other big criticism the movie gets. Oh, really? (laughs) Because of its portrayal of Meredith Wave. Like, she wanted it. Yeah. You know, that, that, that. The thing that Hollywood keeps putting forward that w- women want to be manhandled. Women want to be thrown oh around. Oh, my God. Awful. Have a forceful hand. And, awful. Yeah, awful. So awful. awful. All right. Yeah. Good. Glad yeah. we're on the same page on that. I, this, so I this, like, wrote down that, a couple notes. I was one, like, in case someone tries to defend this. <laughs> that, I know you wouldn't. 100% just of good, yeah. this time, not, not a snapshot of the South. That is toxic masculinity. Yeah. And, and the then he just comes in. He's like, oh, uh, sorry. I was drunk last night. You threatened to kill her and then you raped her. Yeah. But also That's not picking awful. up on the P's and Q's that she's... Like loves you now. He's like, and eh, I'm getting divorced. We're getting divorced. Yeah, and then, and then, then let's get divorced. I'm taking my daughter uh, and to then, London. As they're fighting, they played London Bridge in minor when he says he's going to take the daughter away. Oh wow, the song, yeah. So then London he takes Bridge her away, and then he brings her back. Minor. And Scarlett's like, "Yo, let's you know be together." And he's like, "No, I'm want a fucking divorce." And right. she's like, no, no, no. And then Bonnie's like, look at me, look at me, I want a horse. And they're like, yeah, 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 whatever, daughter. Oh no, no, no. Before that. There was another big thing. So this this one right here, this note of the WTF is um, he comes back from London with the daughter because she's like, I want my mom. And he's like, that's fair. I'll bring you home. You can have your mom because even though she's a crappy mother, there's no replacement for a mom. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm pregnant. And he's like, oh, who's the lucky father? She's like, you know, it's you, you jackhole. Yeah. And he's just like. Oh, well, uh, well if you interesting. And well, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't even care. That, yeah. And then she's just like, come on, I don't want this as much as you. And he goes, well, maybe you'll have an accident. She goes to swing at him and, and he falls. Gets out, he, gets he gets out, out of the way, way, falls she down falls the stairs. Down the stairs. I'm like, awful. Holy Lee cow. Shit. To even just say to your wife, you haven't been divorced yet. Maybe you will have an accident. And then she falls down the stairs. So now uh, she's on the horse afterwards. Mommy, so, 
me. Look at me, daddy, daddy. I'm going to make a jump. Yeah, 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 whatever. Make a jump. And then she starts to go. Well, no, they're like, don't jump. And then um, jump he's I like, want. you just learned side saddle the other day. You yeah. you shouldn't attempt to jump. She's like, I'm going to do it anyway. And then great parenting line of all time. OK, well, then if you fall and you get hurt, I told you so. Or like, don't come crying to me about it. And if you fall Scarlett and get has hurt. Like a it's fever like a dream flashback of her dad. Yeah. And she's like, oh, oh, uh, yeah. No, she's wait, stubborn, her. just like Papa. Wait, just like Papa. <gasps> and then the horse doesn't jump at all no it just plows through straight. it and stops and she put it on the highest setting why would you do that she's a child she doesn't know but in a scene like two or three scenes before this you were jumping blades of grass and now yeah. you're trying to jump the freaking ladder wall i like, will say i remember when i was like 10 or something i don't remember how but i had just learned how to swim in the deep end we were in the public school pool I and I for the first time jumped off the diving board, the regular one, and I'm like, "Got it, <laughs> uh, easy." Right. I'm sure you know this going. I was like, "This is so easy." Flop, come and, belly. Uh, no, uh, uh, I did it. It was fine. Oh. And then I was like, "Great, now let me do the giant oh, one. This is 50 feet one. in the air." <laughs> I was like, "I got it." Have to climb up the whole ladder, and as soon as I get there, I was. And the fucking lifeguards there. It's like, all right, go ahead. I was like, I can't. I needed to embarrassingly climb back hey, down. At least you feet. didn't jump and snap your neck like little Bonnie did. She's dead. She died. She's dead. There's a huge she WTF. Died. My whole page of notes is just that. And Laura's like, she did not have to die. And like when he picked her up off the ground, she was mangled. Like she yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. You're like, she was super dead. Yeah. And then afterwards, Crazy. like Laura and I were like super upset about this. And then they shot the pony and we're like, don't shoot the pony. Oh, yeah, I was like, fuck this. What? Why would you do that? It was awful. Um, so they shot the pony. And then is this where Melanie gets sick? Yep. And then Melanie gets sick and she's about to die. Yep. And Rhett and, and this is and Scarlett's starting to realize she wants Rhett around. Yes. But she can't say it because she's too proud. Maybe. I didn't get that. But why do you think she didn't say it? Because she doesn't feel it. Oh, you didn't get that? No, because I didn't get that. She really. Well, oh, OK. So, no, when they came back from London, it was usually she Shelly smiled. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, smiled yeah. and yeah. she was happy to see him. Yeah. So I will. I will see that. But but, she's so used to the repartee of hating each other that she couldn't just be like, actually, no, I love you. Stay here. Yeah. Or I almost wanted I almost felt like she was just like she just needed somebody at this point, like because she's so like, I think you're projecting. I don't think that was in the movie. I could be. I could be. But based on what I have seen from her character the, all the growth of delivering a baby and making being a woman no on her own she's and, an attention whore sure and there's no other guys around to give her attention anymore no i think because ashley's not anymore i think the reason you're wrong is because mm. she doesn't Old try words. because she doesn't <laughs> try to get with ashley at all at the end at this moment like she's and obviously she's not going to do it right. She doesn't with, try and get with Ashley, but he's not giving her attention. No, no guys are giving her attention anymore. No, but she could get it from him, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I see that. And That's that fair. and that 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 recognition was happening be right before it actually happened. Like Melanie died, and like all the way up until then, everyone thought she would chase Ashley, and I think she realized right before that she didn't, and then later admits it to herself out loud and says, "And I." I didn't feel anything. I didn't. I don't want him. I want you. When she goes and confesses um, it yeah, to but I think that was because that at that point Ashley was crying over the death of his wife, and he was just like, "She's been so fucking patient. She could wait a week." I think she made the decision that I, that's not what I want. I no, because he was just like, I "No, I don't. I don't. I don't love you, and I'm still not going to be with you." Because she even makes the point and says, "No, but that's him." I'm saying her. She, her. We're talking about her change. She. I still don't think she's. She generally loves him yet. Change in her, her own way. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
I mean, it's definitely up for debate. Like, they do mm-hmm. it on purpose. It's not a clear answer. Right. That's why neither of us are right. Um, mm-hmm. I'm definitely not wrong, though. But anyway, so Melanie dies. She's like, take care of Ashley and go take care of Rhett. And I well, think- she said, take care of my son. She didn't say take care of Ashley. She said, take care of my son and she be nice to Rhett. She did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. She was like, be the promise that you made to Ashley about me, make that same promise about me to Ashley. She says both. Doesn't matter. So okay. <laughs> uh, so Melanie dies, and then right. uh, Scarlet turns and she's like, I want Rhett. And you realize a second ago he like ran out. So she runs home to see Rhett, and it's like, I oh, I love you. Why'd you leave? And she's like, I'm fucking leaving. Fuck you. He's like, No, 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 wait, I love you the whole time. He's like, Okay, so and he's like, She's like, No, 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 but I'm sorry. And he's like, Sorry, can't fix the past. Wow, nice. And it's this and I love how to death this is right so she goes in the house and Rhett's packing and she keeps saying it and saying it and saying it and following through the house and saying it and he's just not giving in and it leads up to the last little bit where he's literally walking door and she's like but if you go where will I go what will I do and he says frankly my dear I don't give a damn wow iconic crazy yeah, I like wrote that down. I was like, "Hey, Laura, I think that's an important <laughs> line from the movie." Uh, so I like w- wrote that down. They changed the MPA rules so they could say "damn." Really? Yeah, before that you can say "damn," and they changed it to say if it's important, you can. Interesting. If it's from a literary work and it's like verbatim, yeah, which it is. And so. one of the lines before that, she said, "I only know that I love you." And he says, well, that's your misfortune. <laughs> I was like, this is Crazy, awful. I awful. was like, of course the relationship was going to end this way because yeah. it started so poorly. And I don't know if it's now. Oh, I do have to say uh, that I have to say trope because that's a trope of this podcast to point out tropes of movies. Well, this isn't um, a trope because it's one of the first. I said now it's become a trope. Oh, that's what you said. Okay, great. Well, well I, was I, say, I, I didn't, I didn't say a... that yet, but I was yeah. saying I'm going to have to use trope. But here's yeah, yeah. how I'm going to use the word trope. I'm there. Um, We're all there. We're all waiting for you. I feel like it's become a trope that when you see a relationship start between two characters that are this way yeah. it's a disaster relationship movie towards the end so like this is like the start of it so it's become a trope um, no but like how would I have known that they were going to have an, a, such an awful relationship from the beginning because yeah. it started so poorly yeah and you've seen that time and time again I feel like I have right? yeah I can't I just can't think of right off and that's like head. off yeah just like coming on the spot it's like oh but like that's got to happen in movies it's got to be a thing that happens. Yeah. I mean, it happens in my best friend' wet, best friend's wedding. It's a Julia Roberts movie that happens in. It happens. Yeah, I mean, in... it freaking even happens in Frozen, where you know, like the relationship, oh, like totally. the guy has like not good motives, and then they start off the relationship, and it's a bad relationship, and she, you know, it's more about sisterly love than the romanticized love there. Um, but just any movie with a toxic relationship, Five Hundred Days of Summer, yeah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's a good example. Where like, why, why is he trying to get this girl? Like, and yeah. it's 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 one of those things. But like, I feel like I see it in real life too, where someone like is like trying to get someone who's like so you're saying this movie is true to life wow what a great movie uh well actually going back to one of my very beginning points at the beginning of this five hour long podcast on a four hour movie um (laughs) is that um i feel like a lot of the things that like are sometimes wrong in life are like tied back to this movie like are people just trying to emulate this because this was billed as a romance movie Well, it's crazy because i don't think people are emulating the movie no they're not emulating the movie permeated our pop culture so intensely in terms of themes of society now yeah it's just there right because movies like this yeah and i was almost wondering i was just like did this in the zeitgeist like put forth 
toxic masculinity and bad relationships and like because when things go into pop culture and things like that they start permeating through society and uh, this movie does have the most people ever to see it like it's not just the box office it it has that record too right so like I mean and it's kind of like grandiose to like make a claim that like all of our problems in society today are tied to Gone with the Wind black and white that did the same thing they totally were Hitchcock movies of black and white had the same thing um, but there's something special about this, which is why we all know, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yeah, I guess. I didn't know that that was from this movie, but like I remembered it as a line. But I'm also like, I still don't know why this is a better movie. Like why this is a good movie or why this is a classic. You don't I still think it's know, a good like, movie why? or a classic? No. Hmm. I would agree that's a classic because so many people have seen it. Like it almost makes it a classic because it's so well known and all of that. But like to me, I don't see it really being better. I mean, I feel like us talking about it, is like elevating it to me in my opinion totally. but that happens that with does. yeah with yeah, with everything. anything and everything american like, mall is a, a great movie because we've talked it to death <laughs> on this podcast well yeah but that but that's also what's fun and that's like when you want to get your friends together and you want to watch something and it can be literally anything or yeah. anything but just talking about with it talking about it with people especially friends and loved ones like laura's like my best friend and my wife and like when we go to things like, holy cow, do I love talking about things with her? Yeah. Stupid things, silly things. This whole movie, just watching it with her, like, was Crazy. so fun. Especially when Bonnie died, I'm sure. Oh my god, we had Crazy. such a hard time with that. The um, but I think I think just to try to succinctly in a short amount of time, because I don't want to talk. It's a death. Right. Why I think it's a great movie and why it makes everybody's top tens ever. Always, it's always on those lists. No, it's um, not. I have a counter, but finish. In the world, like other people. <laughs> you know, I'll finish. No, I'll, you finish, I'll counter. You're so slow. Um, <laughs> is, I mean, part of it is because you had to watch it. You know, I I, right. I loved it, and I think it's a great movie because I stumbled upon it. Mm-hmm. Other people the same way, you know. But I think it's because the... I think it's the depiction of, like you said, awful people doing awful things in this romantic, grand way. You know, it. we hope to have lives that are this interesting. We hope to have romances where even if it's this toxic to have them this intensely, you know, we hope for these things. These it, it's a take. It's the same thing of why we read Narnia books to take us away for a different world. Same reason why I think we those love, are very different. It's the same reason why we love to watch Ryan Gosling in the notebook and think about loving someone that much. It's these, these themes are so intense. And, and also the, the themes of, you know, I'll never go hungry again and I'm never going to do that again. This movie came right at the end of the Great Depression. Everyone's feeling this way. People were just starting to get money for movies again when this movie came out. Mm. You know, I, I think it's a time and place thing and have that as also a big part of it. But why I still think we can watch it now and find it to be a great movie is because of the picture it paints on society back then, on the South, on this, 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 how a person is able to make such a picturesque portrait of the world in their in themselves in their mind these these things that we aspire to but never get to these things we try to do these frivolous things we're so caught up in we all have them yeah this one it's dumb because it's the south and it's bonnets and it's courtship and gentlemanly but we have it up here in today's age right now too in you know in terms of the cultures we have and the people we surround ourselves with and what we accomplish and we have these same frivolous things they're just painted differently in a different kind of world but there is a relationship i think if you're open to it that this movie's trying to impart on you where you are also trying for that greatness and and the the romanticized version of the world is something a lot of people do do in their lives they romanticize things they look back at the world and all the things they've done good or bad and paint this picture like this movie is doing i think that's why it has stood the test of time interesting you can counterpoint 
Um, well, yeah. So my 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 first my first counterpoint is my podcast. You'd be wrong. So please go ahead. It's fine. Um, I don't particularly like movies with bad people doing bad things. Mm-hmm. I need some sort of redeemable quality. And for me, like a Narnia or something fantasy, and like the escape, the reality, and the the wishing that your life is different or 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 more grand um, is fine. But like, I don't want. So you don't like like Scarface or Godfather? No. Um, I've never I, seen the Godfather. I, I haven't seen either of those movies, oh, but um, but I've never gone out of my way to try to watch those because I'm not yeah. interested. Um, but so for me, I don't want in my life extra drama or extra import in that way. If I want something to be more special or something like that, I want a more... See, and to me, I'm going to say a more real moment, but for those people, and maybe Scarlet and Rhett were based on real people, and there could be real people out there, but to me, that's unrelatable because I don't have any of those experiences, or I'm not chasing people like that. I don't have a toxic relationship. Or you want to turn up to 12 where the escapism is a Narnia or a Correct. A yes, exactly. Yeah. Think. Or I'll go high fantasy, you know, and things like that. So, um, but even on the high fantasy, like, I can find some realism in that in terms of the character and the strength of the character and them either being heroic or sweet or kind like but somewhere i feel like i need to be able to relate to a redeemable quality and if i just see people making what i consider to be bad decisions they might not be bad decisions to everybody but if i consider to be bad decisions or bad people doing bad things or like why would you do that that doesn't make sense this is a toxic relationship you shouldn't you have no business being in this relationship in the beginning um though yeah those are tough i don't relate to them they're not interesting to yeah. oh they could be interesting to me that's a, a different point like i could well, interesting is a bad word, as we learned from that. Uh, but the enjoyment of Captain the movie Falcon is movie. definitely different. You might enjoy it from like a analytical or a scholarly point of view, but you're not sitting there enjoying yeah, yeah, yeah. the ride. Yeah, Laura said it was definitely an entertaining, entertaining movie. That was one of Laura's quotes. But um, nice, Laura w- one of our favorite things was um, Scarlett actually says a lot. I'll think about it tomorrow. Um, which, I love that. Ending. Which could be. And she says that actually throughout the movie a lot. Yeah. Um, something bad happens. Oh, I'll think about it tomorrow. It's almost like she's deflecting or like, I don't want to face myself yet totally. kind of thing. So we thought that was kind of a funny line um, it's very have you ever read um ibsen like a doll's house or had a gabbler nope or anything like that <laughs> it's very much like that that whimsy of it's tomorrow's problem you know it's it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely a commentary on us and the world yeah and yeah, how yeah. People are, like we don't you know. we're not ready to look in the mirror yeah yet. that that's not a commentary on the south that's a commentary on humans you know mm-hmm. which i think is really interesting Oh, for sure. An and, interesting way to end the movie, too. And then the the very end of the movie, after she says, I'll think about it tomorrow, like, what's her realization? Like, the thing that she loves, actually. It's Tara. It's Tara. Which South. ties back to her father. Her and father said at the very beginning, you're Irish. You don't realize it yet. But the most important thing to us Irish people is our land. And you will realize that one day. Mm-hmm. And 15 to 20 minutes later... Or 15 to 20 years, excuse me, later. We're wrapping up. You can come in. This oh, hey, Marcus. 15 to 20 years later. Are you, are you shopping? This, yeah. this movie is, like, very long-spanning. 15 to 20 years later, she realizes, I do love the land, and maybe that's what this is all about, and I just love the land. And then... It sounds uh, like the movie got you by the end. Laura, well, here's the final parting quote. Laura says the baby didn't need to die, and that made it a terrible movie. So the whole time she was like, this is okay. Don't finish it without me. It's entertaining. And the last thing is this was a terrible movie because the baby died. Yeah. I think that's one of those moments where probably in the book worked a little differently. And in the movie, it looked and felt dumb and out of nowhere, you know. 
Yeah, I mean, not. Uh, she said the baby didn't need yeah. to die, I and I said they did because that's um, the last. That was the last thing keeping them together. Correct, because yeah. then Rhett says even um, later. I would have even stayed with you if Bonnie yes, was here. Yes, he, he was like, we had a shot at being happy if Bonnie was here. Yeah. But now that Bonnie is not here, we have no shot at any happiness. Oh, Marcus just noticed the beep. That beep happens every time. What is that beep? Dude, I've even texted you guys about it. What is the beep? We've already talked about it this episode. I'll tell you later. Okay, good. Um, Andrew, is there yes. anything else you would like to say about this movie before uh, we wrap it up here? No. Did you like it? No. <laughs> not at all? <laughs> um, I'm... Are you are you glad you watched it? No, <laughs> I mean, so so in perspective, um, if I had to watch it alone, just cause I would not have enjoyed it as much. Yeah. But taking notes, thinking of how I can talk about it intelligently with other people, with my friends, with my wife, elevated it looking for at sure. The big look, trying to look at the yeah. big picture, seeing okay, what connects. I enjoyed going through and looking at the music and saying, yeah. oh, this is cool. You know, like there wasn't so much of like light motives or things like that that I could grab in. But um, I agree, it's not a Saturday morning uh, movie to just kind of no, click for on sure. And, but oh, overall, catch it on cable. It's like it's something you sit down and you watch to. Learn it, something it took to me something. two days and three separate sittings. Like I had to definitely do it. It should be two parts. movies. It should be two movies. Yeah, I turned it into three though. Right. It was long. Right, would you recommend the movie? No. To nobody? No, not really. Right, fair. Would you? Maybe my parents, but I think they saw it already. They've probably seen it. Yeah. You should have got what you should have got like a quote from them. What they thought about it. I'm sure they were like, "Oh, it's a great movie." Yeah, but they're. Away for spring break. Oh, okay. That's what you're going to say. We're different ways. And then the last question, of course, (laughs) is... What's the last question? Uh, Would you watch another... Would you watch a sequel? If if, if HBO was like, the miniseries is coming out next year, starring starring Emily Clark, Amelia Clark, and Cal Drago as (laughs) Rhett Butler... Um, well, yeah, I mean, if, if you put it that way, you know, like if they updated it and they changed it, I'd be curious to see what yeah. they did to change it. Yeah. I Honestly, would say that. Gond to win. You haven't, you haven't, you haven't, you haven't seen the movie show. You're the not way. a part of this podcast. Yeah. Starring drifting horses. You're a substitute. Get out of here. You're not a part of this. Um, <laughs> it's interesting because I hate remakes, but I kind of would want to see. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Updated, you know, oh. in, in, a, in one, one hour and a half movie. You couldn't do that, though, really. Well, you just do the first half. And then maybe they No, because I think the whole thing is a picture of what life is like oh, in the almost, South almost over, like you're defending my over 20 years. It almost sounds like I don't have to do it because you're doing it for me. Interesting. I feel like you're missing the point. I feel like someone has manipulated somebody to defend their pink, even though it was the other ones. I Anyway. No, I feel like you can't do it shorter is what I'm saying. Andrew, thank you so much for being on the show. You are, all joking aside, we love how much you support us as our friend. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you so much for always supporting the podcast as a friend, as a fan. We love you. Absolutely. Is there well, anything you for would, doing this. Where can people find you? Is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, yeah, you can check out my blog, um, Now Analyze, Now Try This, where I go through our episodes of Now Try This. It is A-H-U-L-L-E dot Wix sites dot com slash N A N T T. The only slash that you can do on your keyboard. I think it's forward slash. There's a backslash on the keyboard, you idiot. <laughs> so it's a backslash, whatever it is. No, it's a forward slash for URLs, though. Do you seriously not believe me? Shut up. <laughs> Why would you not believe me? Get out of the podcast. Get out. Marcus uh-huh. has to wrap it up. <laughs> what? It's a real website. <laughs> Read the blog entry, buddy. <laughs> now try this an analysis a deep look into the psyche of Nick and Marcus welcome to my blog post this is the part that Nick 
Where's the rest of it? The neck. Awesome. Hold on, it's loading. The neck. <laughs> Reads out loud on the podcast to validate the bit. <laughs> A quote. There is no greater joy than to troll. Hold on. Than to troll your friends by Rhett Butler. <laughs> With disco in their hearts. <laughs> Yeah. So then they can try things. Don't call Some me out on the podcast. <laughs> You're invited at through your rear buds. Your earbuds? Through you rear buds. Through you rear buds to this podcast so you can try things. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. Now we will stop typing. <laughs> the lyrics to the theme song. <laughs> it has three views. Three views already? Yeah. I made that this afternoon. Wow. wow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, now get the hell out of here so I can just wrap it up. Okay, cool. My challenge for you for <laughs> no, next week. This works. You can put the headphones oh, on. I did you your challenge. Nope, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> yes, uh, All right, I, I do not want to do it. <laughs> the hell out of here. You can say right there. We're, we're, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, you know, what's funny is that um, <laughs> upstairs, Laura was describing the movie to uh, us. And, almost um, like you had to watch it. So it was like, almost like the same as watching it. So yeah. I feel like I suffered too in a way. I invited Andrew to have Laura come down to say if her opinions are helping yeah. the game. He declined. Politely. <laughs> <laughs> she she mentioned the baby death like eight times in the span of oh, you guys spoilers. recording. Sorry. Sorry. I hope to make you watch it again. That. Yeah. That's going to be podcast part. <laughs> they can't hear you, Andrew. Shut up. You're not on the pod anymore. They can hear him. You can't know. <laughs> okay. All right, Marcus. What's, what's my uh, challenge? So, Nick, your challenge for next week is to watch the um, uh, cinema classic um, uh, Gatekeeper. Really? No, I don't know what that is. I just made that oh. up. Nick, I'm hilarious. Oh, no, it's remember? the gate that you um, <laughs> No, I don't remember, because it's been an hour and a half without you, and I had this schmuck. <laughs> um, no, uh, your challenge for next week is Avengers so we can get those clicks. The new one? Yeah, the new one that hasn't come out yet. Oh, I wasn't going to see it until a couple weeks. Since well, the too bad, because it's already been spoiled. It's, the spoilers are out there. I haven't seen it. Part of it leaked. I, I haven't seen, seen anything either. People have been actually I've seen about headlines. It. Oh, there's spoilers, and I'm like, click away, click away, click exactly. away. Exactly, yeah. So don't okay. read the comments. I'm Be trying, careful. I'm trying to stay off it. Try to stay off it. See if we can avoid it. We got a week. Before the movie comes uh, out. You already have your tickets? I do. I'm really excited. I have tickets. I think. I Are think they I'll, not yours? No, I bought two tickets because okay. I didn't know what my work schedule would be. Got and it. I don't think I can make the one, and the other one's at like 2 a.m. <laughs> so you can see at 2 a.m. That's I pretty good. So. A lot of people will be like loopy and having a good yeah. time all right uh thank you so much everyone mm-hmm. you can tweet at us at not try this cast there's five star reviews and leave us your tries uh thank you marcus for honestly this is the one of the biggest things i've ever been mad at you for not watching <laughs> because the movie is so epic Glad. and so happy and dumb at some Oof. points but like awesome. it's so funny because i i knew andrew had spring break so i was like whatever nick gives me i'm just gonna sub out oh and you were playing with the whole time yeah the whole time i was just gonna sub out i was talking to andrew about how he just fell on your lap and i'm so mad about it yeah, and Why it's just it so funny. Like it's just so funny that it worked out so well for me. I have to oh, watch okay. a four-hour movie. Yeah. You could have given me anything, and I was going to give it to Andrew. It could have been something really between, good. Between it you wasn't. and me, Andrew did a pretty good job. I'm never going to tell him to his face. Though. Good. He's okay. a smart to his face. Fair enough. Hopefully, yeah. he listens and hears this part. Um, Are you kidding me? He's going to listen to this on repeat. His <laughs> own voice on a podcast. He's like, he's he, everybody that gets in the car from now on. He's like, hey, have you listened to this episode? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, I was on. I don't exactly. Um, have you seen Gone with the Wind? Well, we do a pretty good synopsis this one. That's my Andrew. Okay, so. Right, your Marcus. challenge next week is to watch okay, Avengers. Marcus, get us out of here as your best Southern belle. Oh, I do declare that I, I really love this podcast. Now try this. Have you taken a gander at this podcast? It's two very handsome boys talking and talking. <laughs>
That would have been a good oh, game. Though. I was also going to do like what you guys did with the top ten like grossing movies mm-hmm. of like the That's franchise the, or whatever, yeah. but like of 1939. Mm. Nice fun fact. This movie with inflation is the highest grossing, grossing of movie. all time. Don't yeah, okay. Listen, on. hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't pretend you this might is your podcast. Be a guest <laughs> on my pod. You might be a guest here, but you don't get to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I did, I, got, I did it. I did it. All I got Take are the that. dumb facts. Okay, yeah. I picked a dumb. You interrupt movie. Marcus. I picked a I come dumb down movie. here and I interrupt you got, with the I same fact. I dumb movie. I'm dumb. I never know anything, and I prepared because mm-hmm. I had no idea who the fuck was coming down here, and I got facts, and I was ready. You don't get to throw the back of my face, sir. Yeah, I spit on you, sir. (laughs) Bite my thumb. God damn it.